And welcome once again to another episode of Stu Ham Productions presents JM Solve the World. I am James. And I am Matt. And this episode is our Halloween special. And if you can't tell, we're doing a recreation of the 1998. I think so, yeah. Hell in a Cell? Hell in a Cell. Undertaker. Mankind. Mankind. Uh, but first time ever on the phone, James. We'd like to introduce Sherry Gamble Miller. Say hello, Sherry. Hello. She is probably the biggest uh, Halloween fan that I know. Whether it be the the holiday for sure, but the movies franchise definitely. Okay. Yes. Yep. So I gotta get rid of the hat now. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) To start off, let me ask you this, Sherry. Mm Mm-hmm. Um your thoughts on the Rob Zombie Halloween. I was not a fan of the Rob Zombie Halloween. Uh, I'm I'm big on the original Michael Myers and then the new ones that have been coming out after that where nothing else in between matters. Right, so. yeah, like the end of the first one and then it goes right into Halloween, Halloween Kills, Halloween Ends. Yeah, Halloween 2018, Halloween yeah. Kills, and Halloween Ends, yeah. Rob, the Rob Zombie one, I mean, I like it. I'll watch it. You know, it's, a, it's good. He has some kills and stuff in there and things like that, but it's just not the same. Right. I think the kills of the family was was pretty pretty cool. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> Especially the stepdad where he slid his throat oh, in the yeah. chair. Yeah. Yeah. Almost as good as Dwight Yoakam getting his demise in Sling Blade. Uh, <laughs> with the mower blade? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I was talking about Sling Blade the other night with Jay made some kind of reference with his voice and that mm-hmm. And he's like, I don't even know what that is. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I like the way you talk, boy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you shouldn't be thinking thoughts like that, boy. <laughs> <laughs> like them French fried taters. Yeah. <laughs> um, in my opinion, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, was an abomination. Yeah. They could have uh, been called anything. Yeah, season anything. of the Witch was horrible. If they'd have just called it Season of the Witch and not put Halloween on it at all. Yeah. It, it, it was a cheesy 80s right. movie. Right. Yeah. But it, now, have you guys seen the new Michael Myers movie yet? Halloween Ends? Yes. I saw it the day it, the day it opened, uh, yeah, matinee style in Phoenix. I was supposed to have went and seen it with Aiden uh, last... Last weekend. Weekend, but he had... He was partying with these little friends so well i, mean, I, I, I haven't I, I haven't done my homework yet so we're gonna oh, we're so gonna go see it talk about that oh no that's a, that's okay you. well it's okay we don't want to do any spoilers in case people haven't seen halloween ends but True. <clears throat> um and being a huge fan that you are i'm sure you know this uh, and i don't know if you know this james but um with all the kills in the original halloween mm-hmm. How much blood was there? Uh, none. Exactly. <laughs> in the first one, there was a little bit of blood when he was six years old and killed his sister. You know, he was stabbing her in, you know, in the chest. There was a little bit of blood, but not like gory stuff. Right. right. Not like we see now because yeah. the ratings 
they were trying to keep that R and not go into that X. Right. right. But, you know. Well, you know, it wasn't Halloween, but the Kill Bill movie. Oh. Where it went black and white. <laughs> when she's killing all the, mm-hmm. uh, the Yakuza guys or whatever. Yeah. Uh, the reason the reason it went black and white was because the color version drew an expert rating. Yeah. So they they done that scene in black and white just because of all the blood. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. Um. Okay. Let's take Halloween off the table. What is your go-to favorite um horror movie? Oh my gosh, I don't know because all I ever watch are the Halloween movies. <laughs> <laughs> Were you a fan um, of the the Friday the Thirteenth or? Yeah, I, I I enjoy those, but they're like not my go-to. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I have to say that it's always been Michael Myers. Um, Jay doesn't like to watch a lot of scary movies with me, so I really can't. You know, I really don't watch a lot of them. So I can tell you, though, that the ones that I don't watch are the ones where people have the devil and I'm talking like the devil. I do uh, not like those kind of movies. Okay. Right. Religious uh, undertone possession type movies. Right. Yeah. Okay. See, I have never watched The Exorcist because yeah, I've seen the commercials when I was a kid mm-hmm. and the commercials scared me. I'm like, nope, not watching it. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Read, and read the book. Yeah. It's a thick yeah. book. I like that one. I um, The one I remember when I was little that really scared the bejesus out of me, I think it was called The Omen. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did you all see that one? Oh, was yes. Was that the one with the child? Yes. Yeah. Damien. Yeah. Damien, yeah. Yep. He's the Antichrist. Yeah. Yep. That one yep. there scared the bejesus out of me. Now, for me, The Exorcist is the only movie that has ever scared me and still scares me to this day. Mm-hmm. The Omen, the Damien movies... Go back and watch them now, and you're like, eh. no big deal. Yeah. Uh, even then, it mm-hmm. was no big deal. Um, yeah. Exorcism of Emily Rose, you know, no big deal. Mm. Um, you know the the voodoo shit, yada yada. You know, it, but it's it's that original Exorcist mm-hmm. that still scares me to this day. And I, I, well, like I say, when I seen the commercials and it showed her in full possession mode and her head twisting around, and I'm like, yep, I'm not watching that. But like I was going to say, Anne, she read the book in one night because it scared her so bad she couldn't put it down. Okay. Huh. Remember the Friends episode where they were reading it and they had to put it in the freezer so it couldn't get them? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I'm not a big fan of, like you say, the possession movies now. Uh, Stigmata, which is Mm -hmm. kind of a horror movie. I don't know that it even got a horror rating, but it's... It's not really possession, but it is. Yeah, it's kind of you know the second you, coming sort of. What was weird. the one with Keanu Reeves and Constantine? No, um, where he's the, the small town lawyer and he goes to New York and, and uh, oh, Devil's Advocate. Devil's Advocate. That was yeah. Yes. Al Pacino yeah. plays the devil. Yeah. Yep. That was pretty yeah, pretty messed right. up. Yeah. Was with him. yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Um. Okay. Television shows with a horror theme, but are not considered horror. I watched on what network was it? Was it Spike TV? 
they had the uh, From Dust Till Dawn series. Yep. But they were more like snakes than vampires. Yeah. Their fangs, you know, and everything. Yeah. It was pretty. I, I watched all of them. It's pretty trippy, especially seeing Fez. Trippy. The, 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 the bad guy. You know? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. I don't know that I've really watched like a series, right? Well, I we'll mean, of course, that. there's like, the American. Like kind of. Hmm. The American Horror Series. Yeah. Um, I couldn't get into that. Well, then there's, uh, you know, like the, the Walking Dead. Yeah. You know, that series. Yeah, I did the night. What is the other one? Not the Walking Dead. Night Fear of the. Yeah, Fear of the Dead. It's mm-hmm. yeah, kind of like the that. prequel mm-hmm. to okay. The Walking Dead, um, which opens up the whole zombie uh, genre. Mm-hmm. And we, we have one person to thank for that. Mr. George A. Romero. George A. Romero, yeah. Um, yeah, they of course, could... Spoiler alert. The zombies always win. <laughs> <laughs> except except in uh, Zombieland. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, okay, Return of the Living Dead, which mm-hmm. was, I'd, I'd say it's more of a comedy than anything. Mm-hmm. The zombies didn't win. Yeah. Because right when they broke in... Uh, spoiler alert, if you haven't seen this movie, uh, right when they break into the attic is when the atomic the atomic bomb right. uh, impacts. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. There's just so much. Zombieland and Zombieland Double Tap are <laughs> they're, they're comedies, but they're fun, you know. Oh, yeah. Um, but then you look at, like, um, Dawn of the Dead. Mm-hmm. That was the second in the Dead series with Romero. But then there was also the remake. Uh, and the zombies got faster. Mm-hmm. Um, and that one was just, wow. We're sending you the Resident Evil uh, franchise. Yeah. Uh, Army of the Dead. Um, JJ, no. Zack Snyder. And that's got uh, Dave Bautista in it. Okay. It's where they go into Vegas um, and the head zombie, he broke out of a military convoy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a military experiment, but he, um, like he became the king and everything like that. I just, it's a pretty good movie. Yeah. I like, you know, as far as movies, I like the, I like the, the 80 slasher movies, you know, Halloween, uh, the first few Friday the Thirteenth. Um, yeah, they started the, getting dumb after. Yeah, while. then the first few Nightmare on the first Nightmare on Elm Street scared shit out of me when yeah. I watched it the first yeah. time because it was just the suspense. It was, I mean, yeah, the Johnny Depp scene was gory right. as hell, but yeah. <laughs> and then, but it was a suspense, you know, him the the body, the girl in the body bag being drugged through the school, and yeah, you know, it was like shit. I don't, I may not want to go to sleep tonight. Right, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Well, and, um, you know, we have John Carpenter to thank for that whole. He also made The Thing, yeah. the remake of The Thing. with The whole boogeyman mm-hmm. portion because, um, you know, Friday the 13th, first couple, it was his mom. The first one was his the mom. The first one was his mom. The second one was Jason, but he wasn't yeah. wearing a hockey mask yet either. Right. He had, it was he the, had a bag over his head. Right. But it was Michael who was the ultimate boogeyman. 
Oh, yeah. Yes, for sure. Because it wasn't <laughs> camp counselors, you know, having sex or, you know, smoking weed or whatever. No. There was, like, really no rhyme or reason. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there was, you never saw Michael's face. Mm-hmm. Even, even in the remakes, you may have seen a little bit of a profile. Right. Yeah. But you never saw his face. And uh, I like how John Carpenter actually stated that, yeah, it's the mask that gave him his powers. Mm-hmm. Right. You did see his face in 78. And then you, of course, yeah. see it, you know. Right. And some of the others. But yeah. Well, you see just it. Just have his mask off and killing now. Mm-hmm. You see it in the Rob Zombie then that little kid in the Rob Zombie movie that played young Michael, he was creepy mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. He was creepy. You know, I mean, you could, you could see him becoming a serial killer. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, guy, <laughs> the guy that had playing uh, Loomis. Mm-hmm. I mean, that, that was, that was like a spot on. I mean, that, that was great. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. I, I like how Halloween 2018, you know, because Halloween two, he was under pressure from the studio and that's when they made like Lori, uh, Michael's younger, uh, younger right. sister, the yeah. surviving member. Yeah. yeah. And right. It's like, really? Mm-hmm. But then it's like that came out and then you go to like, uh, H2O mm-hmm. where Jamie Lee Curtis comes back into the fold of Halloween and you got, Michael there, and it's just like. Mm. Of course, how great does she still look today? Oh my god! I just, <laughs> I just seen there were some pictures of her from True Lies Ugh. and Coming to America, or not Coming to America, uh, Trading Places, Trading Places, mm-hmm. and then they had a picture of her that was taken recently. She's got the short hair, but it's all gray. Her body yeah. is phenomenal, Silk. So it's like, jeez. Yeah, she's she's all about aging gracefully for oh, sure. Oh, yeah. And she hadn't done a bunch of wacky plastic surgery yeah. on her face and no, stuff either. No. No. And that's, I mean, we've talked about it several times. Um, the scene, the most paused scene in the early 80s is the scene in Trading Places. Right. And, I mean, even watching the... Um, uh, the special edition where they're talking to all the actors. You got Dan Aykroyd. You have uh, John Landis. You you have all these people that are just like, uh, like they're they're speechless still to this day mm-hmm. of that scene. Yeah. I mean, what? But Jamie, you, you, you've seen Trading Places, haven't you, Sherry? It doesn't sound familiar to me. Dan We're, Aykroyd, Eddie hmm. Murphy. Where have you seen that, Jay? I don't think I've seen it. Oh, you gotta watch it's it's a comedy. These two rich guys yeah. have a bet. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, it's an eighties movie. Yeah, they have a bet that they can take this high profile stock trader and ruin him and at the same time take this bum off the street who's Eddie Murphy and elevate him to the level of being a high powered stock trader. Yeah. And it, yeah, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis plays a plays a hooker in this movie. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the pause scene is where she's changing her clothes and there for all the world to see her, her boobs. Right. And we're like, whoa, pause. Yeah. <laughs> that's 
That's a different role for her. Yeah. It, it is, but she's also um, in, in the role. That she's was kind got of, that a, was that was her breaking away from the Halloween the, the sc- stereotype, scream yeah, queen I'd stuff. That, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, a comedy movie and everything, and she played a great role in. Oh it, yeah, you know? it, it even even then she was playing a strong female role because she even said it. She's like, mm-hmm. I've got. 35,000 saved up. I figure another five years on my back and I can retire, get out of the city and never have to worry about it again. Right. Because she was investing and like she was smart. Mm -hmm. She knew what she had to do to make the money, but. Yep. (sighs) Jamie Curtis. Back to horror movies. Yes. (laughs) Um, God, the the first one, the, the first Halloween was a lot like. Jaws. Mm-hmm. You heard the music, but you didn't right. really see Michael. Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was that suspense and the old Alfred Hitchcock theory. Right. You know, and I think, I think a lot of it because the mask, um, you know, no surprise or, or no spoiler here, but you know, it's a, uh, William Shatner mask mm-hmm. inside mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. and yes. they actually lightened it. Yeah. Yeah. But I think they put didn't they paint it actually paint it white? Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Well shit. Kane from mm-hmm. WWE. Mm-hmm. His uh his head movements and everything right. when he was in the mask mm-hmm. was from Michael Myers. Right. Because that was Michael never talked. He he did the head tilt. Right. Like a like a dog does. Mm-hmm. Slow head turn. Like, what what are you? Yeah. Oh, I think I'll kill you. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's like, that's because Freddie... Or especially after he'd stuck the knife in him, then he'd do the head tilt. Yeah. Light and just yeah. watch the life drain out of him. Yeah. You know? right. Freddie was a mouthpiece. Oh, yeah. That Freddy Krueger, I mean... Some of his comedy lines in those movies. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, like like where, he, where they was in, I think it was three... And this one girl wanted to be a movie star. And oh everything. yeah, yeah. And she comes up to the TV and says, like, "What?" And then he comes, you know, he comes out of the TV and slams her into the television. And oh yeah, like, through the old You're tube. You're prime time, bitch. <laughs> like, Welcome to prime time, bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and Jason, joggers jog in, but they don't jog out. <laughs> um, okay, uh, Chucky. Chucky. The first one. It it got a little weird. Yeah. Uh, Bride of Chucky got a little wonky. <laughs> yeah, the Bride of Chucky was uh When they had a kid, I mean, don't get me wrong, I love Jennifer Tilly. Mm-hmm. She's she's a she's beautiful, <laughs> but I mean, they had a kid. Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. Um. Now, Scream. I, I just thought of one I haven't thought of in years. Um. I'm trying to think of the name of it now. Shocker. Oh, oh, shit. Remember that? Yeah. Remember the old boy, they took him in and they fried him in the electric chair, but then his spirit got out and started possessing bodies. And yeah. Yeah, that was a crazy movie. Yeah, he was uh, doing uh, voodoo or some shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, the best takeaway with that one is the soundtrack. Right. The soundtrack was fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Make it as cover of No More Mr. Nice Guy. Yep. Um, but Scream was... A departure from your normal horror movies. Because it told basically what everybody done wrong in every horror movie and 
Right. You know, teenagers should not have sex. Yeah, I was in a fan you're, of Scream. You're, you're going to die if you have sex in a horror movie. Yeah. <laughs> I, what I liked about it is uh, it was a Wes Craven film. And, you know, everything, when you're watching a horror movie, you're like, don't go upstairs. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. don't do this. You know, why are you running upstairs? You should be running out the front door. And I like that new commercial. Like it, it's a oh. insurance commercial and they're all running. It's like, let's hide over there. No, why can't we get into the running car? That's stupid. Let's hide behind the chainsaws. <laughs> <laughs> we saw that. Um, okay, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, gosh. Now that one, <sighs> that, that leather face scares the Jesus out of me. That, especially the original one from yes, the original 78, one. 77, yeah, 77, something like that. Yeah. That was... Because then weren't they picked up off the side of the road or something? I believe... Car? I believe so. At the, well, at the end of it, the only survivor, she made it out, and then right. they, they picked her up, and then Leatherface is in the middle of the road just going nuts yeah. with the chainsaw. Yeah. yeah that uh, movie is the reason why I'm scared to death to break down the side of the road. Right. Um, the remake uh, with Arlie Ermey and Jessica Alba mm-hmm. of that one, that one was fucking awesome. Mm-hmm. Um you know, and then there's there was one just called. They got, they got a little crazy, especially where they're sitting around the table and they roll. Looks like dead grandpa in there, but then he moves. Yeah. 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 Uh, they they there was another one called uh, um, Texas Chainsaw, and it was um, the original series when um, the uh, police came in and got the family and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a, a young girl, mm. like a baby. Mm-hmm. And the basis of the movie is her grandmother, who she didn't know, had gotten Leatherface out of the house and she took care of him. He lived in her basement. She fed him, you know, and she was a well-to-do Southern belle. Mm. Well, when she passed away, she left it to her granddaughter. Granddaughter didn't know. And... Somebody lets Leatherface out, and he just starts fucking hacking and slashing everybody. And then she starts to understand her role in it. He recognizes a scar on her from when she was a baby. She starts to become his protector. Hmm. Oh, yeah. Oh, hmm. it, 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 it's, it is a trippy movie. Trippy movie. Hmm. Um, oh, God, I, I had it. Uh, oh, Saw. Never was a big fan. Yeah, I can't watch that either. Um, <laughs> I, I've tried. I don't know that I've ever watched one from start to finish. So, I came home on leave. Uh, it was either uh, Iraq or Afghanistan. And um, my fiance at the time, we went to the movies. And it was Saw 3. There's a scene where there's a shotgun and you've got to reach in and grab the key. Mm-hmm. Well, the key is attached to the trigger. Mm-hmm. There's no other way to get in but through the front. You can't stand off to the side because you don't have enough on your arms. Mm-hmm. So this guy's got his hand in and he's and he's getting the he's getting the key off just slightly and he hits the trigger and it blows his face off. Mm. I mean, like point blank. Shotgun straight to the face. 
Right. Everybody in the theater. <gasps> me. <laughs> I just started laughing. And um, yeah, I got I got an elbow to the uh, to the rib several times. There's a there's a series out now. There was an original movie called I Spit on Your Grave. It was mm-hmm. about a writer from like New York somewhere. She rented a house out in the country. Yeah. And she gets gang raped and left for dead by these guys. And the rest of the movie is her getting her revenge. Well, they've remade it here recently in that one there, the shotgun scene. Yeah. A little different. She's got it up the guy's ass. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and has the trigger run over on a string over to this other guy who was simple. You know, he, he yeah. wasn't all there. And he always played with these rubber bands on his, on his wrist. Well, the string was going to that rubber band. And she woke, the, it was a sheriff. Yeah. She had the shotgun up his ass, and she goes, well, you said you were an ass man, because during the rape scene. Yeah. And he's like, looks over, and he sees the boy, and he's like, oh, no. And he wakes up, and he starts playing with his, and all of a sudden, Yeah. Um, the Hostel series. Um, ooh. Least we forget, uh, everybody thought was based on True events, but it actually wasn't. The Amityville Horror. Amityville Horror, yeah. Yeah. I love that one. I, um, I, I like the first one. The second one got into demonic possession a little bit too much yeah. for me. Yeah. yeah. You know. Uh, the Ryan Reynolds remake, that one That one was a stretch. Really? I, I haven't mean, seen that one. Well, because he was going from, like, Van Wilder, and, you know, it, it's it was like a... a his first venture into a serious type role, mm. but fuck, damn. He, I mean, he got fucking evil, hmm. but he played the, he played the lead character in the movie. I like what Eddie Murphy said about that. He said, <laughs> he said if "There's black people in that movie. That movie would have been thirty seconds long." They walked in the house. He's like, "Get out!" Sorry, baby, we can't stay. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Would you look at this? Oh, look at that crown molded in these doors. Get out! Oh, too bad we gotta go. We're like a poltergeist. He's like, <clears throat> he's like, he's like when the daughter got sucked in the TV. He said, "I went down to the counselor and said, um, you know, my daughter got sucked in the TV. Well, did you try to save her? Yeah, I changed the channel. Shit didn't work. We got the hell out." <laughs> um, oh God! Well, there was uh, the Wayne brothers. Did mm-hmm. uh, a couple of uh, movies like Comedy that? Comedy spoof type. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, the scary movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did the ones on Paranormal Activity. Right. Um, the Blair Witch. Now that one, it was believable mm-hmm. until yeah. the premiere. Yeah. When you saw the actors on the red carpet. Right. Yeah, they should have. They should have totally kayfabe that and not even let them. Oh. You know, because people would have believed yeah. it. Oh, hell yeah. I, yeah. I believed it. Yeah. Hell, I, I lived in Tennessee. Yeah, I lived in Tennessee at that time. You're like, I've been in those woods. <laughs> well, the, it's based on the uh, Bell Witch uh, Trials. Right. Uh, which is north of Nashville, just south of the Kentucky border. And, oh, yeah, I mean, there is something supernatural in that area. Mm. Um. Because I was out riding one day, and I come up to the Bell Witch Caves. And you come up to it, 
I've got full fucking signal. Mm-hmm. Drive right past the entrance to the cave. Mm-hmm. No signal. Yeah. I get past it, and all of a sudden, full signal. Mm. And it's not like there's trees, over coverage, or anything like that. No. Mm-hmm. Completely open. You lose signal mm-hmm. through all that. I guess that's one thing we could talk about. Do do we believe in ghosts? Hmm. Or supernatural entities? Or, or we hold that conversation for... For after dark. For the after dark. Okay. Uh, and on that note, you have just watched our Halloween special of J&M Productions Presents. J&M, Solve the World. Stu here in Productions. Yeah, Stu, yeah, I just thought about that. Stu Productions, yeah. I have been James. And I've been Matt. And on the phone has been... Sherry. Sherry. And until next time, keep one fist in the gold, one foot in the gutter, and we will be seeing you. Stick on the phone. Now he's got to take his mask off. Oh, shit. <laughs> you guys are dressed up, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, I've done The Undertaker, and he was mankind. Gotcha. So you'll have to watch the video when it comes out. Wednesday. This Wednesday. For sure. Yep. This Wednesday? Yep. Cool. Oh, shit. <sighs> all right. So. Yeah, he's drinking out of a cool goblet with skulls all over it, and I was drinking oh, out of my coffee cup. Yeah, it, um, I got it at a gun show in Knoxville years ago. The stem is a spine. Oh, nice. Yeah. And I thought I had a coffee mug, uh, but apparently I don't anymore. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, we've got, uh, I've got a red bottle that's lit up. We've got a blue bottle that's lit up, uh, a skull decanter that's lit up, a little skull that's on the table. Oh, yeah. We went for it all decked out right now, don't you? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Have you said a little seance or something? Um, okay. Mm-hmm. So we'll, we'll, we'll kick, <laughs> we will kick off the conversation with that right now. Do you believe in the supernatural? I, I believe in, I don't know if I believe in like all of the demonic kind of stuff, but I believe in ghosts. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, my, my great grandma on my mom's side was, she was damn near full-blooded Irish. Well, she was Irish and Indian. So she, she, she believed that there was a, like a sudden death or a violent death or something in an area that that spirit could be stuck there kind of thing, you know, and haunt it or whatever, you know, right. You know, 
she kind of believed that if the, you know, like say a violent or a sudden death, that maybe the spirit didn't get the memo it needed to move on. <laughs> you know. Okay. Have you ever had experience? I've had a couple different things that was, I can't explain. Okay. I mean, I didn't see anything. One of them, I was working at Balverado Body. I was working late one night, and we always had a radio going. Well, the body man that worked there, he'd been there before me, so he got to listen to country music all day when he was there. So when he left, I switched over to Channel Z, I think it was in Springfield at the time. Yeah. And I go in the paint booth, and all of a sudden, my radio goes back to country. And this was one of the old dial-type radios. You had to actually had to physically turn the dial. And I went over there, and I'm like, what the hell? So I turned it back over, and I had to turn it a quarter to half a turn to get back on my station. Right. Went back in the booth. goes back to country. I came out, and I said, listen, you get to listen to country all day long. Leave this alone. I want to listen to some rock. And I turned it back, and it stayed. Okay. I, you know, then when I first moved out, I lived in a trailer out at Quail Creek Trailer Park. I had a Chow Shepherd mixed dog, and I acquired a cat while I was living there. And we were sitting there, and I think I had my first Nintendo at that time. And I was in there playing video games, whatever. And the dog and the cat both went to the hall and the dog started barking, and the cat was sitting there, and he was all fuzzed up and fussing. I'm like, somebody tried to sneak in my back door. So all I had was a pocket knife, so I grabbed it. I walked to the back door, and it was shut and locked, and I didn't see anything. Hmm. It was just weird. Okay. I mean. Sherry? I remember a time, um, James, you know, Uncle Jerry and Aunt Bev, they hmm? lived in Pilot Grove there in Missouri and right. they were in that big white farmhouse and I remember it was me my sister our cousins I think it was Debbie and Liz and all the kids left and went with one of the other grown-ups I think it was me and Belinda too and we were the same age um and somebody said did did, did all the kids go with so-and-so and we all looked at each other we're like yeah what do you mean and they're like well, we hear some kids laughing outside. And so we all go and look and we're like, no, all the kids went with the other grownups or whatever. And then all of, all of a sudden you see something go across the window. It looked like a little kid that ran by. Wow. And so we ran out there to look just to make sure all the kids went. And we mm-hmm. didn't know that some of them had been left behind and nobody was there, but you could hear all the kiddo laughter like up in the barn and stuff. It was really weird. Wow. Yeah. That... <laughs> okay. You start uh, thinking about Children of the Corn. There's another horror movie. Right? Forgot. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So when I got blown up in Iraq, um, I was a gunner in the truck, yada, yada, both eardrums perforated, lacerations in the back of my head, concussion. Uh, I got pulled out. I thought I was blind because James can attest to this. I have a very bad phobia of anything getting close to my eyes. Mm-hmm. And... Um, they got my eyes washed out, had my helmet off, and we were the middle vehicle, and I was up at the front vehicle on this at this point. And a van came around the corner, and 
doing the uh, escalation of force, hand signals, arm, laser, uh, warning shot, then you stop the vehicle. Well, they kept moving. I put my rifle up in my shoulder, uh, rotated my selector switch to fire, and thank God uh, military rifles have a very, very long and strong trigger pull. Mm -hmm. I almost, I I couldn't hear shit. Mm -hmm. I mean, my eardrums were gone. Right. I almost had all the slack pulled out of my trigger, and I heard my name. I didn't hear Sarn. I didn't hear Hembry. Mm-hmm. No, I heard Matt, and I heard it clear as day. Mm. Let the trigger out, back on safe, put the weapon down, backed away from the van, and I, I can't explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, because, yeah, I, I couldn't hear couldn't shit. hear, but you heard that. Yes, I heard that clear as day, like somebody was standing next to me, and nobody mm-hmm. was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's like... Not, there, there's something out there, mm-hmm. definitely. Mm-hmm. Um, the tattoo artist that done my dragon on my calf, mm-hmm. he was a retired firefighter, retired military, retired firefighter. Um, he said he had an experience. He was in the second story of this building, or third story, I don't know, it was up there, but he fell, fell through the floor, and he landed on a beam on a spike. Oh. He said the only thing that saved him was his air tank and everything it kept it from going deeper into his back. You know, it, it broke the skin or whatever. But he was laying there, places on fire. He's like, I know I'm dying. But he said he felt his grandpa cradle him like a baby and said, it's going to be okay. And that was the last thing he remembered until he woke up outside and was safe. Yeah. He said, he said I heard him clear as day and I could feel him cradle me right mm-hmm. and it, it you know n- not to get in onto a religious kick here but there, there if we were created like uh you know the the book says mm-hmm. there there has to be something else right you're you're not just on this earth for however many years, days, weeks, you know, minutes, whatever, mm-hmm. there's there's got to be something mm-hmm. else, right? Whether it be reincarnation, um, you know, uh, the afterlife, you know, it, is it the afterlife like in the series Lucifer, where if you go to hell, you've got your uh, loop that constantly runs through your biggest fear. Mm. I mean, you relive that day over and over and over again. Yeah, I might be in the snake pit if that was mine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I mean, you know, th- there's got to be something else. Right. And, you know, we, we talked like about Rogue, it. Like Rogan says, it's a different, you go into a different dimension. Right. <laughs> Possibility. Maybe when I die... I go into the multiverse of madness. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm going to end up in the paint dimension or something. <laughs> <clears throat> I think I'm there. So tell right me, now. am I am I the only one? Like when you you 
and it usually happens to me like when I'm downstairs in somebody's house or my own house and the lights are out and I start going upstairs. I used to always have to leave the lights on. I've gotten better, mm-hmm. but I always feel like somebody's behind me and like touching my back or something. <laughs> Do either of you ever feel that or anything? I've never felt a touch, but I've like I say, felt like I've been being watched. And yeah, you, right. and, you, and you turn around, and you're like, okay, there's like nothing there. Spine, you know. Right. Um, I've had situations where I'd be at work or just somewhere, and I could swear somebody is standing there. And mm-hmm. when I look up, there's nobody there. Right. I was like, you know, is it my dad watching over me? Yeah. You know, or is mom now watching over me, or mm-hmm. what? You know. I, I've. I don't know. Um, I would say before I went to Iraq, I felt it mm-hmm. like like there was something else there. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's like after that situation, it's you know I'm <clears throat> I don't want to say I cheated death like Final Destination yet mm-hmm. another movie right. that we forgot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but it's just a different feeling. It, mm-hmm. it is. And it, I'm just like, I, I've come to the point, you know, I, I try to make the best of every single day. And if it's my time, it's my time. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Well, it's kind of like Kirby, you know, he survived Vietnam. Right. And so after that, he's like, nothing else is, yeah. you know, until oh, yeah. he had his stroke a year and a half ago or whatever. Thank God it wasn't a serious one. Mm-hmm. But. It was serious enough that it scared the shit out of him. Right. And he's like, okay, I know I'm 74, but I got to start taking better care of myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, but, you know, for all those years after Vietnam, he's like, screw it. You know, ride, ride motorcycles 100 mile an hour yeah. down the twisties. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now, do you, on a, on a horror movie, we'll get back into that. And we'll, we'll bypass the whole religious thing here. Uh, suspense. Or gore? Mm, probably more suspense, but I mean, I like a little bit of gore. <laughs> what, what what scares you worse, though? The demon shit. Right, but I mean, like... Suspense is, is or it, gore? Is it, is oh, it, is it, you know, I have to say, you know when you said you were laughing at Saw, the movie, when you went to see it? Yeah. Movie? When I went with my girlfriend to go see um, Rob Zombie's Halloween, we laughed. We were the only ones laughing. I think we were pissing some people off. And <laughs> I mean, it, I mean, because it was it was pretty much a little bit of a gory movie, you know. Oh, yeah. but it, it was just funny, right? We so f- we forgot about House of a Thousand Corpses. Yeah. Then Devil's Rejects. Well, House of a Thousand but Corpses. I think the more suspenseful stuff, especially yeah. when they jump out from. from oh, oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah. That's see, that's what there was a movie. Um, what was the name of that? 1408, I think it was. Uh, with John Cusack. John Cusack. Yes, yes. Scary as fuck. Wasn't gory yeah. for nothing. Yeah. But it was scary as hell. We watched it in the middle of the day. Yeah. See, and y'all are naming all these freaking movies. I'm going to have to go back and watch them. And I'll have to watch them by myself because four, Jay won't watch that kind of crap with 1408 me. with John Cusack. Look that up and watch it. Because 1408? It, I yes. think that's it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it, he, he's a... He's he he goes into like haunted houses and stuff like that and debunks them. That's his job, you know. Well, he's got he goes New York in it. 
Yeah, that it's, this hotel. It's it's a hotel that has survived like hundreds of years, mm-hmm. and it's but it's this one room. Yeah. That no matter what they do to that room. Well, when Samuel L. Jackson takes him up there, and he opens the elevator door, he won't even get off on the fourteenth floor. Yeah. He goes, the room's right down there, and hands him the key. Yep. And Cusack goes in there, and uh, shit starts happening. And then when you think it's over, it's not. Right. (laughs) Like I say, we watched that in the middle of the day on a Saturday or a Sunday. And after it was over with, I told Ann, I'm like, okay, we got to watch something funny because get my mind (laughs) off that shit. (laughs) So we watched Fridays. Yeah. (laughs) Um, My brother and his friends, uh, they... uh, they did a little uh, herbal therapy, if you will, uh-huh. and then went and saw House of a Thousand Corpses. <laughs> now, my younger brother and I were raised on gore and, I mean, horror movies. Our older brother, but it was like Toxic Avenger, Nukem High, you know, all the Traumaville stuff, uh-huh. plus the, the Omen and all those movies. And... He was like, oh, my God, man, this, this fucking movie just it scared the shit out of us, man. It was so fucking scary, so scary. I went and saw it, and I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Yeah. But it, it plays on the, the suspense fear. Mm-hmm. Um, there's the little bit of gore, mm-hmm. slasher, mm-hmm. Captain Spaulding being a fucking clown. Mm-hmm. Aren't clowns I, the scariest thing in the world? No. No? No. <laughs> no, I don't think so either. I... I Blame our generation being afraid of clowns because of poltergeist, uh-huh. killer clowns Penny, from outer space, Pennywise, the original Pennywise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, Tim Curry, amazing actor. Um, I was John cool. John Wayne Gacy, mm-hmm. a real life killer that was dressed as a clown. Right. So, yeah, I mean it. It's. But I love dressing like I did Captain Spaulding one year when I was still in the army. Mm-hmm. I got a bald cap. I, I did the makeup. I got a fake beard. And it was so believable that when I took the bald cap off halfway through the night, everybody was like, holy shit, you've got hair. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> See, I was going to do that today. Because <laughs> it wouldn't have been a big stretch, I, you know, with the beard and everything. Yeah. And I, I'm bald and just a little makeup and stuff. I could have pulled it off. But Ann's like, no, you're not. <laughs> what's the matter kid don't you like clowns <laughs> jay's watching the preview for 1408 now uh, yeah, cool. this trailer, yeah yeah um he said we might watch that i'm shocked yeah cool. i mean it, it is good uh 13th floor i think is another like uh same sort of genre building possession mm-hmm. type thing right um what's what about the shining oh that's yeah. The original movie was good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, it was creepy. Mm-hmm. But I have to agree with uh, Stephen King. Mm-hmm. The book was just fucking. Oh, yeah. And then when Stephen King remade it, you know, he made it the way he wanted it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Jack Nicholson played oh, a, yeah. an amazing part. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. And I mean, it, it, it was so believable. Yeah. Uh, like, and that, that's another one, the suspense factor. Yeah. Well, and that's, you know. that's, that's Stephen King. Oh, it's yeah. always been suspense. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Do you remember when you done Creep Show? Oh. Especially, especially the monster in the box under the stairs. Yes. That was. Like, Did he do Pet Cemetery too? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yep. See that movie freaked me out after the little boy got ran over, because I'm oh, like, yeah. going, I do not want to see this kid come back. Because you know he's they're going to take him to the pet cemetery and he's yep. going to come back. Yep. But it's like I'm I've been envisioning being all mangled like the the teenager early mm-hmm. on, you know. But then he comes back and he don't he's not all mangled and stuff and it's like, yeah. Oh hell, this little kid is creepy as shit now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I want to play with you, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> um. My wife, and to this day, was will still not watch that movie. Really? Yeah. She's like, nope, I'm out. <laughs> I like as well the animals. Yeah, that, and you know, she's just like, nope, I'm, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. The second one was kind of, especially when, you know, when the dog killed the dad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they buried him, and he come back. He was kind of funny as a part zombie dude, whatever, you know. It, it got a little cheesy, but the original one, yeah, it was scary. Yeah. Um. Because I think the, I think the worst part about that wasn't the not knowing; it was the knowing that this kid mm-hmm. is going to come back, and how fucked right. up is he going to be? Now that uh, okay, so like Pet Cemetery and a lot of the movies after Jaws, mm-hmm. where you're getting that point of view from the camera, mm-hmm. you're you're not seeing the 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 boogeyman or, you know, you're not seeing the shark. You're not seeing the kid. You're not Mm -hmm. seeing, no, you're, you're seeing it from their point of view. And Mm -hmm. I think that's like one of those, I mean, those, those, Oh shit factors. It's like, when I was watching Jaws, of course I was like eight, nine years old when Jaws came out. Oh yeah. And I felt like I was trying, I I needed to like tread water Mm -hmm. when you're watching the scenes where they got the camera in the box and it's like, you're actually in the ocean and you're like looking around going, where's this damn shark? Right. And I mean, and that and that was purely by necessity because the shark didn't work. It worked great in the freshwater, but yes. they wanted to film it on location, and yes. the salt water screwed up. At Martha's Vineyard, and yep. it's but because of that, and and I think that had they the shark been in more of the movie, mm-hmm. it wouldn't have worked. No, and I do not want to ever see them remake it with CGI. Jaws three, in three D. <laughs> yeah. You know, you you watch it non three D, and it's just like okay, that's that's fucking cheesy. I seen it three D in the theaters, and it was still cheesy as shit. Oh yeah, because <laughs> that shark is like, okay, it's coming right at me. Ooh. Yeah, <laughs> you know? Deep Blue Sea. That was a good movie. Those sharks were CGI, and they mm-hmm. did not look bad. Right. Uh, I mean, I'm not talking. I mean, they could make oh, it look real as hell. I just yeah. don't want to see them remake Jaws because yeah, it's a classic. Yeah. Right. Um, you know, the, the remake. It wasn't a horror movie, but I think yeah. it was in a thriller yes. category. Yep. Uh, the remake of Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Fucking stupid. In in my opinion. Yeah, because, they, you know, he wasn't just a child killer. He was a pedophile, too. Yeah. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, yeah, okay, you guys have jumped the shark here. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, and, and besides, it wasn't Robert Englund. No. Robert Eglin is, is Freddy Krueger. Is Freddy Krueger right? I mean, I mean, he uh, out of all the the horror quote unquote icons, he's the only one that is recognizable, right? 
Because uh, how many guys have played Michael Myers? Several. There's been a bunch. How many has played Jason? Several. Right. Several. Uh, yeah. Kane Hodder, I believe, is the only one that's played Jason more than anybody else. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, he was Jason in outer space. Yeah. J- Jason 10, Jason X. Yeah. Really? Hey, James Jude Courtney's done really well these last few movies with Michael Myers. Oh, oh God. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hell yeah. Does most of his own stunts. And, mm-hmm. and then they also bring back um, Nick Castle for little cameos. Yep. And- yeah, I remember seeing the interview with Jamie Lee Curtis talking about that and how, because uh, John Carpenter was on the set at the same time and like the three of them getting together was just like a whole nostalgia type thing. Right. Right. I mean, I watched the, it was a documentary on the making of the first one Mm -hmm. and how they had to, after they shot the scene with the leaves falling and everything, they had to bag up the leaves and everything so they could do it again because they were shooting in Southern California. Yeah. 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 They were on such a budget. Oh yeah. Oh, that, uh, Netflix, uh, Movies that we grew up with or movies that changed our lives or something like that. It was it was a Halloween theme. I, I want to say it was from like last year, but it mm-hmm. was Nightmare on Elm Street, uh, how Miramax came about because of Wes Craven. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, John Carpenter and Michael Myers and, you know, all the all the really good horror. Alien. Mm. Alien, yes, that was... At the time, was groundbreaking because that was the first movie to show a very strong female lead. lead. Yes. You know, before that's a Gordy Weaver movie. Yes. yes. Okay. Yep. And that was there again. You didn't see the alien that much. No. Right. But that was the the thrill factor in it. Yeah. They say that you can you can actually burn calories. Watching a horror movie. Mm-hmm. Have you ever you ever looked at your Apple Watch or whatever ever after you watch a horror movie and see if your heart rate did go up yep. and everything? <laughs> I might have to do that now. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, do that when you watch fourteen oh eight. I guarantee you, it'll probably go up. <laughs> yeah, I, I never even thought about that when I saw uh, Halloween Ends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it, the mixed reviews on that, there were some people that are completely pissed off about it. And don't worry, I'm not going to give any spoilers. Uh, but those are people that don't know the story. Have you seen it, Sherry? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think, in my personal opinion, uh, my opinion in a buck fifty will get you a cup of coffee anywhere in America. Coffee. Not Starbucks. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think it's, it's the perfect end to the series. Right. Mm-hmm. I agree. I just didn't like the storyline. I mean, I don't it, like that they didn't answer some questions. Right. But, but it, it was a good ending. Maybe, maybe it's an ending like every rock band that goes on their final tour. Oh, no. <laughs> and then two years later, they're back out on the road again. You know? No. No, thank Oh no, 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 no. Not 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 this ending. Mm. Not this ending. But for that trilogy, I think it's I think it's a, an amazing story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
and the fact that Danny McBride isn't that crazy is a part of the production. Yeah, he's part of the production team. Mm. Wild. Yeah, uh, and I believe he's credited with being one of the writers too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Eastbound and Down. Right. <laughs> Ratchet Gemstone. Yeah. Oh my God, that that show. Um, but it, it's one of those. Well, when you when you look at the, the stuff that Danny McBride has done, you know, Vice Principals, unright, the Righteous Gemstone, all that slapstick funny stuff that he's done, and then you go to Halloween, you're yeah. like, really? Yeah. This, I, you know, when I first saw that, I, I like looked that up and like, is that the same Danny McBride that yeah, did all that. these other yeah. shows? Because mm-hmm. it's like, this is very uncharacteristic of anything that I've ever seen that guy do. Okay, right. uh, Jordan Peele. From Key and Peele. Mm-hmm. He is a horror fanatic. Like, all the movies that he has put out as a director mm-hmm. since Key and Peele stopped, mm-hmm. I mean, they, they're, they like, right in the... Like, there's that one that just came out uh, involving uh, aliens or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's in the genre of, like, Saw. Mm-hmm. And it's like... Dude, you were a comedic actor. I mean, you had a sketch comedy show on mm-hmm. Comedy Central. But, you know, just like we've we've talked about Bob Saget. Right. America's dad. Mm-hmm. One of the filthiest mouths in yeah, comedy. Exactly. You ever suck dick in the alley for marijuana? <laughs> no. <laughs> You're not addicted. Uh um, I guess it'd be like if we seen Dave Chappelle do a horror movie. I uh, be like a, a serious horror movie, not yeah. a spoof movie. You right, know? right. I could see it. Yeah. Um, the only thing about Danny McBride being in on that though is all of the interviews are with David David Gordon Green. Like, right. I think one time Jay and I watched one interview, but he didn't even get to talk that much. Danny McBride didn't. And I think he's doing that because he doesn't want it to be a Danny McBride project. Mm. Um, I would have liked to have heard him talk about talk about it a lot more than what mm-hmm. they let him. Right, but it, it, it's right. It, it's like the um, um, you know, uh, Sylvester Stallone and Michael B. Jordan mm-hmm. doing yeah. the press tour for Creed. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to want to talk to Sylvester Stallone mm-hmm. because he's Sylvester Stallone. He's Rocky. Right. right. Not Michael B. Jordan, who is the star of the movie. Right. right. And and right. maybe Danny McBride was doing that, you know. True. Uh, Blazing Saddles. Mm-hmm. Everybody, Mel Brooks. Right. But hardly anybody ever talks about Richard Pryor being a writer on that movie. Yeah, I didn't know that until you was telling me that just yeah, I didn't a know few that. podcasts ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and Mel Brooks wanted uh, Richard Pryor for the part of Sheriff Bart. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, that's not the way it went. <sighs> All Let's... the useless information we learn on this podcast. Oh, I am a vast array of useless <laughs> information. I am ready for any Jeopardy show. May not win, but... <laughs> As long as it has to do with movie genre and music, you'd be okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I, th- I think I could hold my own. Science, politics, maybe. 
Ancient history. You mean that made up stuff? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um. Oh shit. Um. Okay. Raiders or uh, Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. Mm-hmm. The part where they're in the mine. Would you consider that suspense? I mean, it's it's obviously it's an action adventure movie, mm-hmm. but yeah, any you know, anytime you're in a an action movie where there's a chance of falling off the the tower in a fight, or you know, that's a suspense factor. It's not the same as the but reaching into somebody's chest and pulling out their heart while it's still beating. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's a little bit of a difference. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, falling into a a, a snake pit. Uh, okay, ooh, oh, no. suspenseful. You don't have a chance of a voodoo witch doctor reaching his hand into your chest and pulling out your beating heart for you to see. Then he stabs it. Yeah. Um, that little kid just annoyed me too much in that movie. Oh Jesus! Dr. Jones, what Dr. About Dr. Cujo? Cujo. Cujo. Oh, oh yes. Shit. That was. Yeah, the suspense factor on that one was yeah. an 11 out of, out of 10. <laughs> the shit part about that, uh, when we saw that growing up, we had a St. Bernard. Really? Yeah. Oh, God. See, I think that's, <laughs> to me, that's what makes a, a good horror movie is something that could really happen. Yes. You know, I mean, a rabbit dog that size, that's a scary freaking thought. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're trapped in a little pinto Right. And it's hotter than hell, and you can't get out. You know. You have no, you have no food and water. Right. I mean, yo, know, that's something that could happen in real life. You know, some horror movies. You know, I mean, Halloween. Could there be somebody like that that goes around and kills people? Yes. Can he get shot all these times and still come back? Probably not. Right. But <laughs> you know, of course. He could be wearing a flak jacket <laughs> <laughs> underneath those coveralls. Yeah, he could. But, but didn't the end of one of them, didn't he get shot in the face with a three fifty seven? Yeah. Well, yeah. At, at the end of H2O, yeah. uh, Lori chops his head off. Yeah. And I come to find out that wasn't the Michael Myers. Uh, it's always yeah. something. Oh, yeah. And... And don't piss on Freddy's grave because that's what brings him back. They're moving the dog peed on his grave. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> or, oh. Li- or lightning strikes bring back Jason. Yeah, he may <laughs> walk. A, he may walk uh, to New York to Manhattan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my God! You know, okay, uh, the Evil Dead series, mm-hmm. um, the remake. The only thing I liked about it is the homage to Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell. Mm. The car. All right. That 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 oh. yellow it's a yellow or brown car. But it's in every Sam Raimi movie. Mm. All three of the Spider-Man movies. Mm. That car is there. Matter of fact, Uncle Ben drives that car in the first Spider-Man. Okay. Uh the car is in Army of the Army of the Army of Darkness. No, Evil Dead 3. Speaking of cars, Christine. Christine, I was thinking the same thing. I mean, 
that's something that really couldn't happen. Maybe. But that was... Oh, was that a yeah. movie? That was a Stephen King classic. Yes. Yeah, that was a creepy one, too. Yeah. Especially especially the kid the that... Movie, the Car. The Car. Yes. Right, right. That movie, I was like eight years old, I think. I think that might be one of the reasons I don't like scary movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Um, but yeah, Christine, I mean, I'd love to have a car that could fix itself. Oh, Jesus. Right? But the dude... But you'd be out of a job. Yeah, I would be, so... Uh, <laughs> but the dude that played him done that role so well. I mean, you believed yeah. he was really yeah. getting possessed by this car, and he he just looked eviler and eviler yeah. as it went on, you know. Well, and he played a believing because after that he was in uh, Back to School with Rodney Dangerfield, mm-hmm. and he played Rodney Dangerfield's son. And I mean, he played that part so well the the angst kid who's just trying to be normal but yet your dad's super rich and mm-hmm. flashy uh but yeah the car was a 1971 lincoln uh yep uh oh the wraith the wraith that was a good movie yeah um and that was a prototype of the ford probe okay yeah yes that had a. Um... Charlie Charlie Sheen, Sheen. yeah. Before he had Tiger's Blood. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Of course, Maximum Overdrive. Oh, God. Where all the vehicles... Yeah. There was a comet that passed over that turned the machines against man. I saw that one time and had no desire to see that thing again. (laughs) What drew me to that, not only because I... Growing up, I was a huge Stephen King fan, and I read all of his books. But um, the Green Goblin on the front of that mm-hmm. uh, that truck, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, fuck, this is going to be badass. Right. And then, you know, honey, this, this machine just called me an asshole. Yeah. What? It just called me an asshole. Stephen King's trying to get money out of the ATM, and it just says right. asshole, asshole. Yeah. Right. And then, of course, ACDC did the soundtrack. Exactly. Come on. I've watched the movie again here recently. It's like, yeah, that was pretty cheesy. Yeah. But when it first came out in the 80s, it's like, okay. Yeah. The ice cream truck? How about the lawnmower? The push lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, geez. Um, lawnmower, man. That was another kind of cheesy late 80s, early 90s. Dark man. I don't think I've ever seen that one. Liam Neeson. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, yeah, I mean, that one's, <sighs> damn. Is that an older one? With I love Yeah, it, uh, Liam Neeson, Dark Man, and it's actually part of a trilogy, uh, not Dark Man 2 or anything like that. No, it, it's like, um, there's three separate movies that follow the storyline um, Dark Man, yeah, it's. I don't want to say it's an anti-hero movie, mm-hmm. yeah, but it, but it kind of is. But it, I mean, it's it it is suspenseful, yeah, at the very least. Um, well, you know, you talk about Psycho, the original Psycho, it was all suspense. 
I mean, the shower scene, you never seen the knife go into her or nothing. It was just she screams, the knife comes down, the, the blood starts circling the drain. You think it's blood. Right. It's black and white. Right. So. And that was uh, Janet Lee. Mm-hmm. Yep. Jamie Lee's mama. Yep. Yep. And to think her dad, Tony Curtis. Mm-hmm. Tony Curtis, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't think he ever starred in a horror movie either, did he? <laughs> No, no. I don't think they ever did. Um, allegedly, no. I'm not even going to go down that rabbit hole <laughs> about Tony Tony Curtis. Um, let's see here. Some of the other. I mean, you've got the classic, the Universal, Dracula, Wolfman, the Mummy, Creature from the Black Lagoon. Um, as as one, a, one of my, one of my favorite vampire movies of all time. Yeah. Lost Boys. I'm I'm gonna go one I'm gonna go one bigger. Dracula Untold. Totally, I've seen that one. Now that one, t- uh, it tells the story how Vlad the Impaler became Dracula. Well, they also did that in uh, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Right, but in Bram Stoker's, uh, it starts off in the castle, and he's already Dracula. It doesn't show. What? No, it talks about when the Turks uh, killed his wife. Right. You know. Yeah, it, it talks about it. Mm-hmm. But in Dracula Untold, it shows the whole process and why he did it mm-hmm. and everything like that. And, I mean, it is fucking creep. Uh, I, I can't well, say I, it's I, creepy. I, I, I got to say Lost Boys is a horror movie. I mean, I think it's classified as one. Yeah. I just liked it as oh, a yeah. vampire movie. It I was mean, Kiefer Sutherland played a great role. Oh yeah, and it was it was believable. Then mm-hmm. sort of interview with the vampire was pretty good. Yeah, because it you know it spanned you know hundreds of years, right? All the way back from the slave trade days up to modern day. You know, I saw an interview with Kirsten Dunst um, when they were doing the press for Interview with the Vampire. And they asked her, uh, because there's a scene in the movie where she kisses Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. And they asked her how she felt about it. And, I mean, she was a little girl at the time. Right. And she was just like, ooh, gross. <laughs> Probably changed her mind now. Oh, I'm sure. Right. <laughs> um, but what's funny is Brad Pitt doesn't look that much different. No. You look at him in Interview with a Vampire, and then you look at him in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. Actually, he's probably in better shape now. Yeah. I mean, you know, his arms and stuff, you know, in Once Upon a Time. But he was awful purdy in Interview with a Vampire, where he's a manly man now, you know? Well, I mean. He's aging really well. Mm-hmm. Interview with a Vampire. Springfield, Missouri boy, by the way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, matter of fact, little known fact, uh, kind of in the uh, the the storyline is kind of horror ish. Mm-hmm. Uh, meet Joe Black. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's death, mm-hmm. and they actually did the premiere in Springfield, Missouri, not in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. He had a dinner before the movie, and it was like five hundred dollars a plate. All the money raised 
went to the Ozark Boys and Girls Club. Yep. Oh, wow. Because when he was in school, uh, his parents worked, and instead of going home and being alone, he would go to the Boys and Girls Club. Mm-hmm. Huh. Tidbits of useless information with Matt. Yeah, and once upon a time in Hollywood, I wouldn't call that a horror movie. No. But the final scenes oh, was pretty Jesus. horrific. Oh, God. <laughs> but that's that's Tarantino-esque. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, the um, the scene in Pulp Fiction mm-hmm. where uh, Travolta or Samuel Jackson is turned around and he's got the gun pointed at the dude and they hit the bump and he blows his brains out. Yeah. <laughs> <Man>. <laughs> or Reservoir Dogs. When Michael Madsen cuts off the dude's ear and he's dancing around with it and he holds the ear up to his mouth, can you hear me now? <laughs> <laughs> that was on the other night and I should have hit record on it because <laughs> I'd fell asleep in my chair and I woke up yeah. and was like, ah, oh, damn, Harvey Keitel is playing a badass in this. Yeah. Then I went to bed. <laughs> I think Reservoir Dogs... That was and, his first movie, right? Yeah. yeah. And I th- believe Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is the only Tarantino movies that doesn't have Samuel Jackson. He's one strange dude. Yeah, Samuel Jackson? Yeah. No, the Quentin Tarantino. Oh, oh Tarantino? Tarantino? Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I love his movies, though. Oh, shit. Uh, Grindhouse. Oh, yeah. Uh um, Robert Rodriguez. Death Proof. Oh, yeah. Death Proof and Grindhouse. And, and it's funny with Robert Rodriguez, the Death Proof and Grindhouse, I mean, they those those are classic slasher, you know, gore-fest movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, Desperado. Uh, you know, what? a lot of shooting, a lot of blood and everything. But then he switches gears to Spy Kids. Mm-hmm. See, what I like about Tarantino is he does not want to use CGI for nothing. Right. So at once upon a time when that girl's getting her face smashed into the fireplace, into the phone and all that, that's an actual doll. Yes. So you're going, damn, how do they, how does she taking that shit to the face? But it's a doll and like in death proof mm-hmm. where he hits him head on with the car and the girl's head gets taken off and the other girl's leg goes out the window. Those are all dolls. Yeah. That they made up and they had to shoot that scene. I forget how many times, but Kurt Russell, he can play about any, he can play a father figure or he can play a mean killer guy and just pull it off and make it believable. Yeah. That's another horror movie. We forgot about the thing. Okay. The remake with Kurt Russell mm-hmm. in the eighties. That all that special effects was done without CGI because they didn't have any. And you know, where they're trying to revive that one dude with the paddles and his chest opens up and bites the dude's arms off, and it's like, whoa. <laughs> or 1987 or whenever that was, the special effects was was wild. Yeah, and it's um okay, talking special effects, uh Star Wars. Mm-hmm. I mean, the the work with the miniatures, and yeah, okay, you go back and the original, uncut, mm-hmm. unedited, uh, un, you know, molested ones, mm-hmm. it, it still looks good. Mm-hmm. 
because they they used actual set pieces. They they used right. actual stuff, and it was like, you know, this is actually pretty damn good. You remember the old HBO theme? Yeah. Where they were flying through the city? Yep. And everything? That was all miniaturized special mm-hmm. effects, and they flew the camera down. looks like he was flying through it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, the hills have eyes. Ooh, yeah, creepy. Um, uh, single white female, Jennifer's body. Oh, that was. Uh, species. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, horror series, True Blood. Okay. Was on, I forget how many seasons on HBO. That was, I think we watched every one of them. Um, God damn it. What is that one with the kid and Bruce Willis? Six Sense. Six yes, Sense. I see dead yes. I see dead people. Yes. yes. And, and I, you know, I watched that movie and at the end of it, I'm like going, oh shit, of course he was dead. Damn it! I didn't see that coming. <laughs> but unfortunately, oh, spoiler alert. Yeah, well, unfortunately, with a movie like that, mm-hmm. you can only see it once. Right, because now that you know, yeah, you, you see all the clues all the way through it. You're right. Like the red door handle, he could he couldn't open a door with a red door handle. And, yeah, you know, and, and you understand now why Demi Moore's being a bitch through the whole movie because she can't see. Um, what is uh, it's. It's a movie series, uh, vampires and lichens. Oh, Underworld. Yes. Yeah. That's Those that's good. a good fucking series. Yeah. Blade. Blade. I was just yeah, going to say. Even though it's a Marvel comic book movie, mm-hmm. the opening scene to Blade is pretty fucking brutal. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, it's it's pretty pretty brutal, and yeah. and it's funny. They list Tracy Lords as starring in the movie. Mm-hmm. She's got about ten minutes, and then she gets her head cut off. And right. <laughs> well, kind of like uh, what's her name in Scream? Oh, Drew, uh, Drew Barrymore. Drew Barrymore. Yeah. <laughs> Big star, kind of making her comeback. Yeah. You know, from drug and alcohol rehab and all that, how to make it a rehab. And yeah. like, oh, Drew Barrymore's nice, and she lasts what? Five minutes. I give her ten. Yeah. <laughs> um. Let's see here. Piranha. Oh my god. <laughs> oh gosh. Have you seen Piranha? That movie. <laughs> just because the opening scene where um. Oh geez, what's his name? Played Hooper and Jaws. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um. Well, to the Google machine. Google it. Uh, Richard Dreyfus. There we go. He's he's out there in that little boat, and he's got these radio playing, and it's "Show Me the Way to Go Home." Like they're singing in Jaws when the shark starts hitting the boat. Then all of a sudden the earthquake happens, and then <laughs> got Kamala Piranha. It's like, okay, that's kind of a throwback. Um. Uh, oh, Tremors. Tremors. Another one of those. Uh, Suspense that you don't see the actual uh, creature. Right. Leprechaun. Ooh. Creepy movie. Yeah. Tremors was cool because Reba McIntyre played a badass. Uh, Leprechaun had Jennifer Aniston. Really? Yep. Really? I'll have to yep. rewatch that. 
A very it, it was one of her first roles. Really? Yeah. Jeepers Creepers. Ooh, yeah. Um Trick or Treat. There's some older ones. The mm-hmm. the not well, actually, I mean, you could go either trick or treats. The one where Ozzy plays a priest and right. Gene Simmons is a radio uh, personality. Right. And you got Skippy from Family Ties. Yeah. <laughs> or Trick or Treat uh, with the, the pumpkin head, uh, mm, right. little killer mm-hmm. pumpkin head, another another horror movie. Uh, Trick or Treat, the one with Gene Simmons and stuff. Yeah. Cool soundtrack by Fast Boy. Oh. oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Say y'all need everything's to, all right. I used to have that tape years yeah. ago. I still do around here somewhere. Cool. Yeah, it it I've got it in my Apple Music. Yeah. <laughs> um Candy, I mean, Candyman. Okay. Ah. Uh, the original one, yes. That's what I'm saying. The original Candyman. The remake. I, uh, I haven't seen it. Last year I went to the drive in up in Kansas City and it was a double feature. Mm-hmm. It was Halloween Kills. And Candyman. We stayed for about 30 minutes of Candyman, and I'm like, this is fucking, my opinion, this is fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. And I left. Like I say, the original. Yeah. Was, yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, oh, shit. Um, Kathy Bates, uh, James Caan. Oh, Misery. Yes. Misery. Yeah. Yeah. The scene where she breaks his ankles. Mm-hmm. That hurts every single time I see it. Mm. Or even think about it. Yeah. it oh. Stop. Mine's hurting now. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts your ankle and you think it hurts, about that. It hurts my ankle. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I bet. How's that going, by the way? Uh, we're in a boot now, so hopefully you're in a couple weeks we'll be all done with it. So Cool. That's what we're hoping for anyway. They probably they probably got to kind of treat that like a almost an Achilles injury, don't they? Um, I don't really know because I've never had one of those. But. <laughs> well, the only reason I say that when I shattered my heel in my motorcycle wreck, of course your heel bones attached to your Achilles, and so it was a fourteen week non weight bearing yeah. process. It's still the ankle is actually still pretty swollen, mm-hmm. and uh, and the mobility is not you know, near what it needs to be yet. So, right. but, uh, hopefully that, uh, comes along faster than the healing of the bone that I snapped into does. So, right. well, and you'll probably, even after you get back to full weight and start working on your mobility and everything, you'll probably still have days that when you get home from work, your ankle will be swelled. Yeah. You know? Well, the doctor and the physical therapist that I'm going to now, they both said that, it will be swelled. Well, the doctor said for a year mm-hmm. and, and the physical therapist said, yeah, she's like, I don't know about a year, but definitely months. If you know, quite a few months, it will be swollen. So, right. Yeah. It's just a long process. And then when you look back on it and you'll be like, no, well, it seemed like it was going to be forever, but I'm over it now. So, <laughs> I mean, I, I still have days where, especially if I got a front or something coming through, I'm like, mm, this thing hurts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And after a long day on my feet, my ankle and leg still swell up a little bit. And, but I can walk and I'm still here, so. There you go. That's the way I look at it. I just Yeah, I can halfway walk. 
Right. Sherry gets mad at me when I walk too much. Well, you don't want to overdo and have a setback. That's for sure. Well, that is for sure. Because setbacks usually take longer than the initial right. healing process would. In my mind, if I don't ever get on it, it's not ever going to get any better either. So. Right. <laughs> right. There's, you know, there's so, a fine line of using it and... Can you take your boot off at night when you're in bed, or do you, are you supposed to wear it all the time? Uh, he said I could take, at this point, he said I could take the boot off at night. I've got another brace mm-hmm. thing that's uh, a little more right around the ankle that I put on at night just to kind of give it some uh, support and stability right. you know, while, while I'm sleeping. Right. But it's um, very uncomfortable to sleep with the boot on. Oh, so. yeah. I had a, the one they gave me, they called it a, it was like an air boot. It was a plastic hard case. Yeah. And it had like a plastic tongue that went in it that you Velcroed in and everything. Yeah. That yep, has, that's what he has. And it's got two side, one, one on each side, little yep. thing, you pump it up. And yep. Then, yep. Same yep. exact thing. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was kind of funny. Uh, one of our cats, every time, of course, it was funny looking back on it now but it wasn't at the time but ann had broke a small bone in her foot like two weeks before i had my wreck so here we both are sitting at home with our feet and boots <laughs> and this black cat we had at the time bubba he he thought it was his mission to lay on our boots and heal us right <laughs> right looked like somebody come whacked y'all's ankles didn't it yeah well, it was funny. She was, the way she done her, she was at work. She was up on a table, and she just went to hop down, and when she did, she landed on an air hose, and one of them little tiny small bones on the side of your foot, she mm-hmm. broke it. Up on a table doesn't sound like a, you know. Yeah, well, everybody told her, it's like, hey, you shouldn't have been up there dancing for dollars, you know. Yep, that's what I was going to say. <laughs> I said, what kind of things do you do at work now? What's going on here? <laughs> One movie that we have completely forgotten and glazed over, Hellraiser. Oh. Oh, yeah. That whole series. Yeah. Yeah, those, I mean, I remember watching that first one. Pinhead. Yeah. The Cenobites. Yep. Uh, Prom Night. Remember that one? Right. Mm-hmm. Fright Night. Carrie. 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 Uh, Yep. Another Stephen King one, mm-hmm. Firestarter. Yeah. Uh, Silent Night. Silence of the Lambs. Oh yeah. I don't know if it was in the horror, but it was the terror suspense. Yes. Drama. Um, Another thing that could actually happen. Oh fuck! One of the greatest, in in my opinion, the greatest special effects of all time. American Werewolf in London. Oh, yeah. Him changing into the wolf. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you seen that, Sherry? Yeah, it was years and years ago. I think I oh, watched yeah. it the one time because it kind of creeped me out. Never yeah. watched it again. <laughs> Especially where he's in the movie theater talking to his dead buddy who's rotten, and every scene yeah. he, he gets a little more rotten and a little more rotten. And come on, David. <laughs> that was that was one of them horror movies that there were some scenes that you just had to laugh. Uh, oh yeah, not, I mean not because it was cheesy, because it was the comical part of it, right? You know, and then the the Nazi zombies, yeah, 
um, when he wakes up and he's got the the vampire makeup, and I mean it was just a real jump. Or when she opens the curtains at the hospital and the Nazi zombie jumps out and stabs her. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, what the hell? Yeah. Uh, I've always wanted to go to London and go to Piccadilly Circus mm -hmm. and stand in that spot. Right. Where the wolf comes out of the theater. And it's hilarious because. And that was another one where you didn't really see the wolf that much. You know, you seen him in the subway. Yeah. That one scene, but everything else was just a boom out of the dark. Yep. You know. You know, and then what when you did see him, when he did burst out of the theater mm -hmm. and. Uh, biting heads off and. Yeah. But, I mean, even then, biting the heads off, it was just like the head. Right. It wasn't the full body. Right. Um, how they got the howl mm. is just fucking. I heard that one night. It was mom was still living down there at her house. We had just watched, I think, an episode of True Blood or something. We still had Max, a big boxer, Mastiff. Yeah. And I walked out on the front porch, and I heard this wolf howl. And it sounded just like that werewolf, an American werewolf in London. I look back at Max, and he's like, yep, got you back, Dad. I'm staying right here. <laughs> Because I was going to walk down and see mom. I was like, mm, okay. <laughs> you know, definitely one of those uh, similarities. But the howl is a combination of uh, an American gray wolf, mm -hmm. a baboon, um, a hyena, and a coyote. Mm. They, they, they took all the recordings, slowed down some in here. That's why if you hear it, it's not a... Oh, it's right. Yeah. 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 Um, let's see here. Uh, Sherry, can you think of any that we haven't mentioned yet? Well, I'm sitting over here trying to like think of all the, the ones that I grew up watching and stuff. Mm -hmm. Fright night. So, uh, so what that? are like your all's yeah. favorite, like your all time favorite horror movie? <sighs> I mean, you know mine, so. Right. <laughs> Boy, that brought down to just one. Mm. You mean one that we can watch over and over and over again? Yeah, okay. yeah like your, your favorite that you would just keep watching over and over. The way I do with Michael. American Werewolf in London. That's, that's uh, a... Watched that movie, I don't know how many times this year already. Yeah, yeah. Um, the original Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay. I mean, just, I mean, it, it's kind of weird at the time, you know, I got on the Nightmare Street and couldn't wait till the next one to come out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah it's kind of the same way with Friday the 13th. Couldn't wait till the next one to come out until they started getting cheesy and cheesier. <laughs> yeah. Aiden got into watching the Friday the 13th. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, I tried to watch this series. You know... <sighs> Of course, I watched the series because of that redhead that was on there. She was gorgeous. But <laughs> that is a good reason to watch a series, right? Yeah. Now. And she had, those, she had those blue eyes, the, the red hair. Oh, yeah. But um, I, I like that series. It didn't have nothing to do with Jason or anything. Right. Yeah. They were going out trying to, you know, collect these 
supernatural possessed, possessed yeah. objects yeah. and whatever, you know. I did watch the Dust Till Dawn series, like I said earlier, yeah. and it, it was okay, you know. But no, it wasn't on Spike. It was on um, El Rey or whatever, El Rey Network. Yeah, 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 yeah. Richard Rodriguez and... Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez, yeah. Yeah. There were some weird shows on there. <laughs> yeah. Um, of course, Dust Till Dawn. We didn't even mention that movie. I, I know it's vampires... But I can't consider. I mean, okay. But it was the the real bad guys. Yes. Kind of became the heroes. Yes. You know, I mean, because these were two cold blooded killers, especially yes. Tarantino, who was a rapist, murderer, pedophile, pedophile. Yep. You know, and then all of a sudden things are changed. Now you're rooting for these guys against all these fucked up vampires. Mm-hmm. I don't know, a movie that has, you know, a, a quote-unquote horror movie that has Cheech Marin. Not, mm-hmm. not one part, not two parts, three but parts. three parts. Yeah, four parts. <sighs> yeah, I guess. he was the barker. Yep. He was. Bartender. No. No. He was, he was the barker. That's the son of a bitch that kicked me in the ribs. Yeah. But he was also a border patrol agent. Yeah. Okay, maybe it was just three, and then he was the guy. He at the end. At the end, he was yeah. going to meet. Yeah. I mean, when when the first time you really recognize him, and he's yelling, the, "Pussy, pussy, pussy, come on in, the pussy lovers." Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like. First, I'm sorry. Any movie with Zelma Hayek, it's got to be on my list. <laughs> Even though Chief she was. Marin was in scary movies. Yeah, he was from du- Dust Till Dawn. From Dust Till Dawn. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's just, just strange to me to see him in a part like that. Yeah. Exactly. That, and that's why I can't consider that's, it a horror movie. Right. But uh, I'd be sitting there waiting for him to get high or something. <laughs> you know, well, he does kind of play a clone being drug lord at the end weed. of it, or Mexican drug lord at the end of it. So. Yeah. Ah, Mexican okay. cartel. Yeah. If you, you haven't seen Dust Till Dawn? I have not seen it. You need to watch oh, it. You guys are like mentioning movies, y'all, that I'm going to have to like sit down and watch these. Yeah. Dust Till Dawn. I mean, you've got um, George Clooney. Yeah. And and the thing with Clooney is, and what's really awesome, is he's wearing a vest, a suit vest, and a suit jacket through the whole movie. And you see coming up on his neck, he's got tattoos. Like a tribal. Yeah, he's got tribal that comes up on the neck. At the end of the movie, he takes the jacket off, and, I mean, his arms are completely covered with these tribals. And it's just like, holy shit. Didn't see that coming. No, it's, it's George Clooney. Uh, Tarantino's in it. Harvey Keitel. Uh, Juliet Lewis. Juliet Lewis. Zelma Hayek. Chief Marin. Dust Till Dawn? Yes. D- Dust Till Dawn. The original. Don't. Don't watch Dust Till Dawn to you. James is a Tarantino fan, so I'm surprised we haven't seen it. Yeah. Sounds familiar. Well, it, it was, uh, from Dust Till Dawn is like Desperado. It was a Robert Rodriguez, Quentin Tarantino uh, collaboration. Mm-hmm. Tarantino actually, he stars in it. it it's, yeah. al- it's almost like two separate movies. Yes. Because the way it starts out, they've robbed a bank. They're taking a woman hostage, and they're looking. They're looking for transportation to Mexico. Yep. Okay. And they end up, um, basically kidnapping Harvey Cottell's and his 
daughter. Yeah. Yep. They kidnap his daughter, which is Juliet Lewis, and the son, who was his adopted son. Yep. And get them to drive them to Mexico. So it's more of a suspenseful thriller type thing. Yeah. Yeah. But there, but there is that classic Robert Rodriguez, Quentin Tarantino gore to it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. When everyone ends up dead. Yeah. (laughs) Pretty Pretty much. Pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, The Ring. Ooh. That's creepy. Um, God, there was the that. ring where the, they come out the TV. Yeah, that, that one. the girl comes out of the TV. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's the conjuring. Okay, yeah, there we go. The conj- conjuring. conjuring. Oh yeah. 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 Um, based on the Warrens. If we had Aiden here, he could he could recite this whole thing and how the story all goes. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now that's something that I would love to do is go to the Warren's museum mm. and see, you know, Annabelle, you mm. know, mm-hmm. the movie, they changed it to a porcelain doll because right. well, porcelain dolls are fucking creepy. Mm-hmm. But in actuality, Annabelle is a raggedy Ann doll. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I mean, they've shown pictures in their museum and there's signs like, do not touch the glass. Don't, you know, don't do this. Don't do that without, you know, definitely don't touch the stuff. But, uh, yeah. And at the end of the conjuring, uh, they eluded to them going to Amityville. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's uh, another one. Amityville horror. Yo, we, we brought yeah. that one up. Yeah. yeah. It's got that. What about sex... haunted houses? Do you guys like the haunted houses? Oh, yeah, Ed and I want to go down to Eureka Springs. There's a hotel that I think it's the Orleans or whatever, but it's supposed to be haunted. Okay. Now, years ago, when I was in high school, and because Kansas City's got some pretty great haunted houses, mm-hmm. they had one called Doctor Deadly's Haunted Hospital, and it was an old hospital. Mm-hmm. Like you start off on the ground floor. Hospitals by nature are just creepy as fuck. Yeah. Like you start off on the ground floor and then you go down and you're down in the morgue Mm -hmm. area and then you climb up and it was three stories. And at the end of the haunted house, some dude starts chasing you with a chainsaw Mm -hmm. and you end up going like falling into a three story tornado slide. Uh, Oh yeah. I mean, we used to go up to Springfield. They they had the dungeons of doom. Yep. They were thinking it's a, I think it's a three, three story slide, but it's not circular. It's just a, yeah. And you end up out on the street. <laughs> um, yeah. Dr. Deadly's, they had an old, uh, Cadillac ambulance. There, uh, see, there used to be two of them up there in Springfield. And <clears throat> if you got the package, you got to ride in the, the Cadillac hearse mm-hmm. to the one. Then you went through it. Then you rode the hearse over to the other one. And yep. Um, There's a um, was Waverly, is mental hospital, wasn't it? Yeah, Years sanitarium. Yeah, sanitarium. <sighs> and it's mm-hmm. a whole big to do here at Halloween. You can go anytime, but right. Halloween it's really huge. I've heard the Missouri State Penitentiary that oh, has been yeah, shut down. They were just they were just they that. just had that on the news the other night, and you can go take that tour because yeah. it was it was built a hundred years before Alcatraz. 
Yeah. And closed. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. closed after Alcatraz. Of course, you got to figure, wasn't that many people out west at the time that this, that Missouri State Penitentiary was built? Right. And the only reason why Alcatraz uh, shut down is because, you know, there's the escape. Mm-hmm. I I don't believe they made it. I don't, I don't care what anybody says. Right. If you've been to the Pacific Northwest and been anywhere near the water, it's cold AF. Mm-hmm. Um, the tide going in and out of the San Francisco Bay. Mm-hmm. And sharks. Oh, yeah. 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 I'm just saying. Well, they didn't find a foot or nothing on the beach, so. No. You, you know that girl in Jaws that got attacked at the very first? You know she had dandruff? No. Yeah, because they found her head and shoulders on the beach. Brum <laughs> 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 I'm doing bad. I couldn't remember the punchline to that joke. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, Jesus, dandruff. I looked over at Jay. I was like, oh, no. <laughs> Let's see. What are, what are some of the... Oh, yeah. I, I just had it pulled up, too. Um... Oh God! You know we we mentioned Poltergeist, uh, we mentioned Hellraiser, uh, the Evil Dead series, uh, Lost Boys, Phantasm. Mm. Oh, Bill, that I've ever seen that one. Phantasm is the ball. Uh huh. It's it's the big creepy dude, um, in Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Uh, when he sits down with the guy that he calls Mr. Smith, mm-hmm. the creepy ass dude, mm-hmm. and he's talking about being close to schools and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's kind of a, a nod to Phantasm because that dude dressed like that, mm-hmm. um, and yeah, it was it was a little mirrored ball that would fly around like as a guard, and it had a big blade that came out of it and would stick in the head or you know mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. Uh, Puppet master. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, off subject, Sherry, do you, do you ever get your uh, page figured out? Get my what figured out? Get your, your group, Facebook group thing figured out? I have not. Mm. I, I think that either somebody reported it or it's just gone because of a trademark or something. Hmm. So I haven't gotten, I've got my Facebook page, you know, with the boutique, but I don't have the group going, so... I'm going to make a new one. That's all there is to it. There you go. So. Start putting some more videos back out. Yep. Cool. That is my plan. I don't know I've got home from work and I hear your voice. I'm like, oh, <laughs> Ann's, Ann's watching your show. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I haven't here. done my Halloween edition, so I guess that'll be Thursday night. So what do we got to do to get to it? Just go to your Facebook page and then. Um. Well, once I figure out my new group, I'll have to let you know. But my my boutique is just SBT Boutique on the Facebook, or you can go to sbtboutique.com. Cool. So. I wanted you, wanted you to get your plug in there. Yeah. So, yeah. The group we actually had. I mean, and it it may be having for you know good reason because the group that we had was private. So whenever I did my my lives, you couldn't share outside of the group. So mm. if I make my new group. I'm just going to keep it public, you know. Mm-hmm. And then 
everybody can share stuff to their pages and everything. So I think that'll be better. Get some, get a lot more following and stuff. So, right. Right. Um, but yeah, they've screwed me so far. Huh? So you said, you thought you said something about Michael Myers or something that got it stopped, but then... I thought it was that cause I put a meme on there. Um, like, I don't know that morning. And then we got a notification saying that they were disabling it. And we really didn't get anything, you know, an explanation as to why or whatever. The right. only other thing I did was the night before I put a picture on there um, with a couch that said pivot from friends, you know, was talking about how we were, weren't going to go live and we were moving the production area upstairs. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if it was the Michael Myers thing or if it was the picture I put on there from friends with the pivot and couch. Hmm. Or if somebody just flat out reported it to be an ass. Right. Could be. So. It's it's kind of ridiculous how people get butthurt about stupid shit and yep. try to cancel people. Yeah. The howling. The howling. Oh, yeah. That was a pretty good transformation scene, too. Yeah. Uh, the fly. Mm. The, the remake. Yeah. I mean, yeah, with uh, um, Jeff Goldblum. Yep. Yep. Oh, and what's her name? The Fly was a remake. Yeah. Yeah. The original. I didn't know that. I yeah. That was the only. I think the original one was back in the fifties, I believe, wasn't uh, it? Uh, yeah, with Vincent Price. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. Question uh, for everyone, and we'll start uh, somewhere. Of the original. Universal Monsters. Which one is your favorite? Dracula, Wolfman. The Mummy. Frankenstein's Frankenstein's Monster. Creature from the Black Lagoon. The Invisible Man. I never liked The Invisible Man. I like Dracula. (laughs) Yeah. I'd probably concur with the Dracula. Yeah. Of those... Some blood sucking. Yeah. Bella Lugosi was, uh, he, he, it was an amazing part. Mm-hmm. It was more believable than the Wolfman. Mm-hmm. I mean. I could look like the Wolfman if I don't shave for, for a while. How can an invisible man be part of monsters anyway? Right. Now, did you watch the one, the new one with. Um, Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon in it? Yes. That's a creepy ass fucking yeah, movie now. Which one? Uh, I think we did. Yeah. Invisible. Because he's a mean yeah. psycho son of a bitch. Well, and that's yeah. the thing is, yeah, we did yeah. that. I think we did. Yeah. In the original, it, it was with the Universal monsters. It was just, um, it, it was something different, and the person that became the Invisible Man was not a good person. Mm-hmm. They were like a thief mm-hmm. or. Uh, you know, it was it was a chemical accident or some shit, mm-hmm. and that's it, it. Like it gave them not necessarily superpowers, but it gave them the ability. Invisible. Right, right, right. Um, that would suck if you lived in a cold weather climate, though. Yeah, because you had to be naked to be invisible. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you'd have to move to Tampa. <laughs> well, you wouldn't have to. Uh, Okay, uh, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> Who is the one person you hear their name or you see them and you instantly think of Halloween? The spooky season, if you will. 
Okay, I was going to say the holiday, not the movie. Right. The one, what? The one person what? The one person that you either see or you hear their name mm-hmm. and you immediately think of the Halloween season. Oh, Michael. Okay. That's immediately what I think of when I think of Halloween. Right. Uh, Wes Craven. Got y'all beat. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Oh, yes. How could we forget Elvira? (sighs) You know, you just, you you kind of scanned over a name there a while ago, but the Prince of Darkness himself, Vincent Price. And oh, oh, that Prince of Darkness, right? Oh, not, yeah, yeah. Not, not, the not, not the Prince, of but Vincent Price. You know, he, oh, had, yeah. he had, you know, he was on all those horror movies, mm-hmm. and he had a whole series when I was growing up as a kid. It was like late night mm-hmm. on Saturday night or Sunday night or whatever. It was he hosted this horror movie marathon type right. deal and stuff. You know, of course, all the voiceovers and that laugh. Just well, I mean, hell. Yeah. He had a great laugh. Yeah. The creepiness. Mm-hmm. He had a guest spot on, at the time, one of the scariest videos of all time. And, and in the song itself. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson's Thriller. Yeah. I mean, how big you, is you, that album? You know what was funny? It's been several years ago. Cody and Aiden were in the bedroom with me. I was on the computer, and I was like, I asked, Asked him, I said, have you ever seen the Michael Jackson Thriller video? And they're like, no, who's Michael Jackson, you know? Yeah. And I played that video, and of course, all the hollering and screaming, Manta comes in there, what are you watching? I was like, Thriller. She goes, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and of course, after that, Aiden's like looking up everything Michael Jackson. Oh, yeah. yeah. Michael Jackson. Yeah. Uh, the... He's he's kind of my hip hop grandson. Where Aiden or Cody's my my metal grandson. The the funny wow man that shit's really coming out of my beard now. <laughs> um, the funny part about Vincent Price, he was such a pop icon. Mm-hmm. He was on Scooby Doo, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they had Batman, and you know Phyllis Diller was on there, uh, but Vincent Price had a spot on Scooby-Doo. Right. Well, there you go. Scooby-Doo horror cartoon. It wasn't gory or nothing, but it always dealt with ghosts and hauntings and everything that turned out to be Bob that owned the diner trying to run everybody out of town. Yeah. (laughs) It's red herring. I'd have got away with it, too, if it wasn't for you meddling kids. Yeah. If it wasn't for you damn meddling kids and that fucking dog. (laughs) Work. And Shaggy Ruh, and Scooby, Ruh, they weren't smoking dope. No. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it. Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, yeah. Good evening. You know, just, uh, it, it's the sound, his voice. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Oh my gosh, the fog. Oh. oh. Yes. Okay. I forgot about that one. And then wasn't the other one, wasn't it, Alfred Hitchcock, um, the, the Birds? The Birds. The Birds, yes. 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 Uh, 28 Days. Mm-hmm. 28 Days Later. Uh, what was it? 
28 days of night or something like that in 30, Alaska? 30 days of dark or something like that about the vampires yeah. in Alaska? Yeah. yeah. Um, 28 days of night or something like that, yeah. Yeah. That, um, I mean, that'd be the place to go if you're a vampire because you don't have to go to bed for three months. Right. I was like, yeah, sun's coming up. Better stick in here for a little bit. Yeah, it's going down. That yep. Back down. We're good. Yeah. Um, of course, you'd probably have to eat grizzly bears and shit because there's not that many people there. <laughs> World War Z. Mm-hmm. I mean, okay. A comedy horror, quote unquote. Uh, you can't really see the air quotes, but I'm putting them up. Uh, comedy horror movie. Shaun of the Dead. Oh, yes. <laughs> uh, and that actually got the blessing of George A. Romero. And he was so impressed with that movie. In Land of the Dead, the two zombies that they have chained up against the wall mm-hmm. uh, so people could get their pictures taken mm-hmm. is Simon Pegg and uh, um, Edgar Wright, the, uh, the writers of Shaun of the Dead. And then Simon Pegg goes on to become... Scotty on Star Trek. Yes. Um, and I mean, oh, let's see here. What else? I'd forgot about the fog. And I'm trying to remember her name. Um, you're talking about the 80s version of it. Yeah, it was an older one. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I don't remember if it was 80s or if there was one before that. I, I, there were, I think there was a black and white one before that. Okay. But it was kind of funny because we got our satellite dish, the, the first big satellite dish back in, when I was like 15. And back then all the channels were free, you know. And we started watching, you know, HBO and Showtime and started seeing all these different horror movies and everything. And, of course, the fog and the thing and right. all of them were on we watched repeatedly back then uh so the original was released in 1980 okay uh, and it was a john carpenter yep and then they yeah, I think that's the one. adrian 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 barbeau yes. i think was her name yes yes and then her, it was, was also remade in, in 2005 okay and she was also in uh, uh uh escape from new york also cannonball run she was the driver of the Lamborghini. And she was also in Creepshow. Yes, she was. Um, oh, let's see here. Did we mention uh, Creepshow a while ago? I think we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ghoulies. Hmm. Uh, Chud. I don't remember that one. Oh, yeah. That one, uh, it's like some... Like zombified creatures that live in the sewer. Uh, yeah. It was funny. I was watching wrestling the other night in the bedroom and I fell asleep and I woke up and I was like, what is this? And it was, these people were trapped on an island and there was these vines that was taking over their bodies and shit, you know, it, I was like, okay. I, I, I didn't see what the name of it was, but it was, it was a newer, yeah, you know. Close Encounters. That suspense. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it, it's still considered a uh, horror classic, if you will. Uh, let's see Wasn't here. Wasn't there one Body Snatchers or something? Body Snatchers. Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Yes. Yeah. 
There yes. was there was an original version back in, or was that the, that was the original with, um, Keith or Donald Sutherland, wasn't it? Well, let's have a look. See here. Of course, then there's yeah. the, then there's the Blob. The Blob. Oh my God. <laughs> Killer tomatoes. Killer tomatoes. <laughs> Yeah, the original uh, had Donald Sutherland in mm-hmm. it. Kiefer's daddy. Yep. yep. He was in a lot of good movies back in the day. He had a creepy-ass part in Animal House. Yeah. When they were went over and they were all smoking, smoking the ganja, and mm-hmm. he starts shutting the, uh, the blinds and everything. It's just like, what the fuck? Totally off subject, but... I don't know how you guys were, you girls were eyeliner. Because mm-hmm. this is bugging the shit out of me right now. <laughs> <laughs> Who put your eyeliner on you? Ann did. She put the, she put the eyeliner on and. I wear she, no makeup. I'm all natural. All natural. Well, I, had, I, I was the undertaker, you know. Yeah. You got, so, you got to have the eyeliner with got, the undertaker. Got to have the eyeliner and then she done some. Some shading on the eyelids and under the eyes, and then some, nice. yeah. Then then, a, then, a, then Amanda sprayed the stuff in my beard to make it dark again. <laughs> so, and then she did my beard because mankind didn't have gray in his beard. Not at that point, <laughs> no. And it, it was it was so bad at the beginning. My phone would not recognize facial recognition. Your face, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck. <laughs> But yeah, the, our cats and dogs were kind of looking at me sideways, like, well, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, so what are you guys actually doing on Halloween? We're doing a, on Saturday before, we the last three, four years, we've been doing like a chili supper kind okay. of deal. Anna made chili, uh, Matt made chili last year. Uh, Amanda makes chili. chili and, Halloween food. Oh, yeah. We do that too. We and Linda, she'll bring a pot and we have it out in the garage and set up tables and you know, have the neighbors and you know, we'll usually have 15 20 people. Do you guys all dress up? We haven't yet. We should dress up, yeah. Now, this year, I'll be in Minnesota, um, visiting my daughter and my adopted daughter. Uh, her baby shower is that weekend and it is Halloween themed, and I will be mankind. Uh, I'm taking a, a couch and a chair up to my daughter, but, uh, I'll be making chili when I get up there and possibly, possibly my, my lovely, famous velvet cheesecake cupcakes. Ooh, going all out. I, I've been known yeah. in the past to win a couple costume contests at local bars. <laughs> Nice. I, I dressed up one year as Dracula. And, okay. of course, I still had long hair back then, but I just pulled it back in a ponytail. Yeah. And then whited out my face and highlighted the cheekbones and everything. And, of course, had some pretty pretty realistic-looking teeth, not the, the plastic. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. they were plastic, but they were more realistic. And then I took blood capsules with me. Oh. And it was funny because these girls at the bar, they, they was like, all loved it and everything. And I worked with this one girl, and I... Reached down on a bitter neck, and then yeah. I popped the blood capsule and I let it run out of her neck. She's like, oh, my God, you're freaking me out. 
but I won the contest that year. I had a cape. It was the it was a dressed up Dracula. You know, had a white shirt on. You know, with bloodstains on it. And the the white fluffy shirt like uh, yeah, Jerry it Seinfeld. It wasn't fluffy. <laughs> and then one with year, poofy the, shoulders. Yes. Yeah. And then one year, I won as a cyborg, kind of like um, Terminator. Okay. But after he got drugged down the highway a little bit, so yeah. I had like some exposed uh, silver skull showing up, you know, and I'd done the whole okay. liquid latex and stuff to where it looked like the skin was ripping off. And it, I was in the finals of the contest, and they had me out there with like three girls that were dressed like whores. <laughs> and, and yeah, and so the people are cheering for them, and this one guy says, Hey, he put the time in. These girls just dress like they do on a normal Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> so I won that one too. Um, well, there was the Halloween in 1998 when we were playing a show, and you uh, were you were the uh, NWO Wolfpack Sting. Sting. Yep. And I was dressed as uh, a chick. You you will have to send Sherry a. a a picture of you now. Yeah. And then a picture of you then. That would be awesome. Yeah. Um, I had bright dyed blonde hair shaved up underneath. Uh, two friends of mine from high school, they did my makeup, my hair. Um, <clears throat> they got pissed off because the makeup that I had chose, the colors, looked better on me than it did on them. It did. <laughs> um. You know, of course, my hair wasn't fried or anything like that. And I, I show people the picture, and they're like, no way. And I'm like, yeah, that's my actual hair. <coughs> like, that that's really my hair. Had a, had a guy walk up to the uh, edge of the stage and just stared at me. Now, <clears throat> I wasn't as tattooed as I am now, but I've got the Blues Brothers tattooed on my stomach. Yeah. And on stage, you see that. Oh, I didn't God. shave my chest or anything. Uh, I had shorty shorts, uh, fishnet stockings with combat boots. Um, you know, I was singing. I was talking very yeah. deep voice, but he was he just kind of looked at me like he was Michael Myers trying to figure out what's going on. Uh, <laughs> I'm doing some head tilting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Made five bucks in tips that night, you know. Oh had, my. had people coming up and just putting money right in the waistband of my shorts and uh Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a good time. If we'd have been eligible for the contest, you'd have won it hands down. <laughs> had these nails painted too, you forgot about that. Oh yeah. Uh nails were painted black. Um I went sans ace fraley. My right hand was a fistful of rings. Um yeah, I mean, it, it was a great time. James. You know, that's something we've never done is dressed up like Kiss. Nope. Oh, my gosh. You need to do that. Yeah. Sure, I got the wig now, so yeah. I can do Gene Simmons. Come do a little top nut on top. And <laughs> that would be freaking awesome. Okay. Uh, of course, I'd have to do either Ace or Gene since I'm a guitar player. Or Ace, or, Ace Paul. or Paul yeah. since I'm a guitar player. But yeah. you could do the whole short Gene Simmons thing. <laughs> the <laughs> mini Gene. Um, what was that cover band, Mini Kiss? Yeah. It was all midgets or yep. little people, I should say. <laughs> yep. And they were uh, endorsed by mm -hmm. Kiss. 
They were authorized by Kiss. Like one of the few cover bands that yes. Kiss actually authorized. Uh, Mini Kiss and then the band Strutter. Yeah. Those were the only ones that was purely authorized by Kiss. Was you with us tonight? We seen Strutter up at the Regency? Or was that before no. you got out of the Marine Corps? I think it was, yeah. Probably. So you guys have actually played on Halloween night before at places? Oh, yeah. Yeah, in fact, that was our first gig ever was a Halloween night, 1996, out at the Southern Star. In Bolivar, Missouri. We brought heavy metal to a country bar. and the place really? And the place was packed. Yep. It was cool. And the, the band we had open for us, which I don't know why we had a band open for us. We should have. But it, we put the show yeah. together. Yeah. But we knew them. And their singer, he had the long blonde hair. And they done some um, Skid Row Skid Row songs. And he nailed it. And I looked over at Chris. And Chris <clears throat> is just kind of sinking down. That's my nephew. He's our lead singer. He's kind of sinking down in the chair. I'm like, dude, don't worry about it. You're more James Hatfield. You're not Sebastian Bach. He's like, okay. Yeah. And we ended up, we played, what, hour, hour 10, something like that. And we got done. The owner, he came up to me and he goes, I got to tell you something. You guys pulled it off. He said, the hardest thing in the world for any band to do is play in front of your friends. Yep. He said, this was your first show and you played in front of all your friends. He goes, you guys done really good. (laughs) So that meant a lot because he was he was in bands for years and yeah, got within one band of being signed. It was between his band Archer and the one that got signed was the Cult. Ah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Playing on Halloween was fun. Yeah. Oh, then, I'm sure. Then we done it the next year. We dressed up and yeah. Was that first one? We didn't dress up. We were so nervous we couldn't shit for three days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and I mean, I'm sure the music was okay, but the show wasn't there. Uh-uh. We we were worried about how we were playing mm-hmm. versus how we were looking. They were all probably so shit faced they weren't even paying attention. Uh, well, you were still windmilling the hair and everything. I uh, no, I didn't have that much. Yeah, that's right. You did in '96. Yeah, '97. You were. Oh yeah, '97, yeah. '98. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. Ah oh, shit. Let's see what what is a another. Um, you oh. guys have come here sometime. There's a thing here in town, um, Hillcrest, and the whole street of the whole neighborhood, their yards are all decked out for Halloween. And there's one house there that the Saturday before they always have their little Halloween party, and they come out and do their little show off of their costumes and stuff it is so freaking awesome cool they call it the halloween street nice Nice. um have you seen the monsters rob zombies monsters i i started watching that um i think a couple weeks ago and i have not finished it what what did you think from what you saw i wasn't i wasn't all that hip on it actually what did you think I personally, I, I like the storytelling of how Herman became Herman, how okay. how him and Lily actually met, how they moved to America, you know, to the United States, to, to right. Hollywood. I, I liked I that aspect of it. I think the whole thing that threw me off that I didn't like was the whole making of, um, of him. 
just at the very beginning, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I didn't care for all that. Yeah, it, it, but it did, um, I personally, I think it, it, it stayed in that 60s campy sort of mm-hmm. vibe that the Munsters yeah. were. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So basically what you're saying is Rob Zombie goes into too much detail on telling about the character and what made him like he did in Halloween. I just didn't like the way they did it. It just seems so cheesy like with the, what oh, the yeah. way they brought him to life and stuff. It's But again, like you said, based on, you know, the original stuff, yeah. I'm sure that's why. Well, and it it's just like in Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Mm. Um oh shit. I Frankenstein. Another uh under the radar sort of quote unquote horror movie, which is really fucking good. Van Helsing. Yeah, there you go. But how Dr. Frankenstein went and got the different body parts to make up mm-hmm. the monster. Yeah. Um, yeah. But in the monsters, it was like, oh my God, this guy is an amazing pianist. So cut off his hands. And right. Uh, <laughs> this, this guy is the, the, um, you know, the smartest man alive, get his brain and they fuck up and they get this fuck up's brain, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but seeing that, I, I can't picture anybody but Fred Gwynn. Right. That was another thing that made uh, Pet Cemetery so good. Oh. Fred Gwynn was the neighbor. It, and here's the funny part. He's about also the judge on My Cousin Vinny. Yes. <laughs> Utes. Utes. What's yeah, a ute? Two utes. Oh, I'm sorry, Judge. Utes. But okay, the funny part about Pet Cemetery is uh, Metallica's one had recently came out, mm-hmm. and of course, there's the movie Johnny's Got His Gun, mm-hmm. and Fred Gwynn or Jason Robards, one of the two. I mean, they're they're very similar mm-hmm. looking, but they're in their when they show clips of the movie. Mm-hmm. They're in there. Right. And then you go and you pet cemetery and it's like, oh. Yeah. Wow, that's creepy. Yeah. Anyways. Gwen just had that voice. Yeah. Was, you know, he was you heard the voice, you knew exactly who it was. Oh, yeah. Well, and uh What was the uh, actress's name in the original Monsters? Um the Adams family, another Adams one family, of those yeah. off the wall sort of uh, type show, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yvonne DiCarlo. Oh, bro. I think she, wasn't she Lily Munster? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Uh, Fred Gwynn, Yvonne DiCarlo, Pat Priest. Oh shit! So, uh, Butch Patrick. Uh, there's a place in Lawrence, Kansas. Um, uh, and it's, it's called, uh, fuck, I can't even, 1313 Mockingbird, uh, Mockingbird Lane Mm -hmm. is the name of the comic shop. And Butch Patrick was there signing autographs when the Munsters, you know, the Rob Zombie one was released mm-hmm. because he does have a part in the movie. And of right. course, Butch Patrick was the original Eddie Munster. Okay. In 
Uh, he's like the only living original character. But he yeah. was also a child. Right. Yeah, because it's been a day or two since it was originally out. Yep. Um, yeah, and it, I liked... Um, the one thing that was weird about the Monsters, uh, the original series, is when they made them, when they colorized it. Mm-hmm. It was better when it was black and white. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of like the Andy Griffin show. Yeah, but with the Monsters, when you colorized it, okay, what color are you making the monster? Mm-hmm. Right. Green, apparently. Right, but I mean, they they went like, too green. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I mean, it's just, and it, and it's obvious Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, took a lot of her look from Lily Monster. Oh, yeah. I think she had missed that. Have oh, you, have you yeah. ever seen her without her Elvira oh, yeah. makeup on? Yeah, Cassandra Peterson. Yeah. Cassandra Peterson is in The Monsters. Is she really? Not Elvira. Mm-hmm. Cassandra Peterson is. Because Cassandra has retired Elvira. Mm-hmm. That's a shame. Yeah. But, I mean, she's been doing it for so long. And, I mean, shit. Uh, there was a thing at Knoxbury Farm for Elvira. Mm. Yeah, for October. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was Ann, Ann's costume whenever we played our first gig. She was done the Elvira. Yeah, how how old is the chick now? I mean, she's got to be up there. She's, Elvira's around for I think years. her and Ann are about the same age. I think she's in her 60s. I think she was older. Maybe not. Uh, let's have a look-see. I'm going to say she was born in 53, 55, something like that. Uh, Cassandra Peterson, IMDB. Okay, can I get uh, her bio? Maybe she doesn't want us to. Well, I think Elvira was actually born in like 17 something, wasn't she? No, (laughs) yeah. I'm thinking her and Anne are real close to the same age. Chick had some boobs on her. I know that. You know, yes. she really didn't. She didn't? Well, she did have a push up bra. They was all pushed up and taped up and everything. Gotcha. Because I remember when we first got the internet, you know, you start looking for pictures of people, right? Yeah. And there was a topless picture of her. Oh, shit. They were nice, but they weren't as big as they looked as Elvira. Ah. Uh. Born September 17th, 1951. Okay. okay. She's a little bit older than then. Yep. So she would be 72. I, was, I thought she would 71. be 71. Yep. 71. That's what it says right I here. Was she thinking. was born in Manhattan, Kansas, actually. Yep. Yep. I didn't realize she was in Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, wow. As Elvira or as herself? I don't remember. I don't know. Let's have a look see. Uh, da, 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 da. Oh man. Elizabeth Daly as Dottie. I think she 
the latest picture I've seen of her, she still don't look too bad. No, she's still beautiful. Is that her? She doesn't even look like she's in her 70s. Uh-uh. Oh, 2011. Okay. Still, she'd have been in her 60s in 2011. Yeah. I like that. I can't remember what movie it was. These guys are all in a, it was a comedy, and these guys are all in a car, and there's this girl broke down on the side of the road, and the guy goes to stop, and he's like, what are you doing? He goes, well, stop and help her. He goes, don't you know that's the way horror movies start out? And he goes, Porno movies also start out this way. The movie's called Detroit Rock City. That's it. They're, That's in, it. they're yep. in the kid's mom's uh, Volvo, and the um, the license plate is OBGYN. Mm. And uh, she's a disco chick. Mm. And they're rock kids. Mm. And yeah. Uh, Cassandra Peterson played Biker Mama in uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Hmm. Wasn't Elvira on Scooby-Doo as well one time? Oh, yeah. Yeah. She was on everything. I I even, like, searched out and found her movie on DVD. Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, well, she was on MTV. And... Oh, God. She was yeah. everywhere. Yeah. But she actually had her own movie? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. So what, about a, a woman vampire? No, uh, she was Elvira, and her show got canceled, and uh, she inherited this house, and that's the first time you see her uh, Thunderbird. Uh, the movie was released in 1988. It is rated PG-13. Upon arriving in a small town where she has inherited a rundown mansion, a famous horror hostess battles an evil uncle and townspeople who want her burned at the stake. Ooh. Yes. There's a lot of scenes of her scantily clad as Elvira. Hmm. Speaking of burned at the stake, Salem's lot. Oh, shit. That just popped in my head out of nowhere there. <laughs> that was. That one was one as a child uh, that kind of freaked me out just mm-hmm. because of the the one vampire that had, uh, he was bald and his teeth were like, instead of the canines, mm-hmm. they were the front two. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, another Stephen King. Mm-hmm. Um. Just thought of another one there, and I can't. Um, Nasrafu. There was that. Um, <laughs> uh, it was Johnny Depp, Barnabas. It was Dark Shadows. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It was made after uh, the after the the TV series. The Tim Burton fucking yeah, film. Yeah, that one I don't mind. Yeah. Uh, I'm not a fan of Tim Burton. Yeah. Um, and I'm I'm sure I'll get burned at the stake for this, but uh, I despised his Batman movies. Mm. Um, my personal opinion is Jack Nicholson should have never played the Joker. Mm. Uh, because that film was based around the Dark Knight series, 
And Nicholson played the part like Cesar Romero in the campy Adam West Batman. Mm-hmm. And it's like, really, bro? But hands down, Heath Ledger, the best Joker of all time. Yeah. But you had Michael Keaton as Batman, though. What about some witch movies? I'm trying to think. Oh, 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 uh, The Craft. The Coven. The Coven. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, let's see here. See, was the, the Craft, that was the one that had the dark-haired girl that played on, um, played Vicky Valancourt on, yeah. on uh, Waterboy. Yeah. And she played that evil part really well. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Okay, let's see here. The the best 30 movies about witches. Of course, Anne's favorite witch movie is Hocus Pocus. Oh, yeah. We had to. Have you watched the new one yet? I have. Yeah. She, uh, let's see here. We got Blair Witch Project. Yeah. Chronicles of Narnia. The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. Mm. Never. Bed knobs and broomsticks. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, mm. in, yeah, Into the Woods, Bell Book and Candle, Practical Magic, I Married a Witch, uh, Maleficent. Yeah. Uh, Maleficent uh, Mal- 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 yeah. was Kim, what's her name? I thought, or not Kim. Oh my gosh, she was married to Tom Cruise for, or, yeah, for a while. Oh, uh, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. Yes. Yeah. And then, of course, she went on and played, um, Oh, in the movie version of the series, um, bless it, Bewitched. Ah, uh, yes, yes. Yeah. Right. Witches of Eastwick. Witches of Eastwick, yeah. yeah. Uh, Eve's Bayou. Hmm. Life in the Hood films and romantic comedies being served in rapid succession in the late 1990s. Lemon's directorial debut is a tour de force flaked by outstanding performance from whatever. craft mm-hmm. um i know what you did last summer oh i forgot about not, that not not a witch movie but it just popped up right uh, good horror movie though yeah witching and bitching okay snow white and the seven dwarves there you go the original mm-hmm. uh kiki's delivery the witches okay of course, not a witch movie, but um, the 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 remake of Little Red Riding Hood. That movie. Oh yeah, that was yeah. pretty good. And come to find out, spoiler alert: it's Little Red Riding Hood. That's the wolf. Yeah. Ooh. Roman Polanski's Rosemary's Baby. Oh yeah. Talk about a creepy movie. Yep. Uh, da, 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 da. Uh, there's an old Clint Eastwood movie. Play Misty for me. It's not a witch movie, but it's definitely a horror movie. Okay. Is he? What's that? Is is he in it or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's one of the stars in it. Um. 
God, it's been a hundred years since I've seen it. I can't remember the premise. I was pretty little, and it was on regular television, and we were watching it, and it was it was scary, you know, with the edited version for regular television. I think I think he was a radio DJ or something, but this gal was she was a psycho killer of some kind. Uh, what about the jack-o'-lanterns? Y'all carve those? Y'all carve jack-o'-lanterns for Halloween? We have we have it this year yet. Uh, usually, Aiden and Aiden and Cody and Amanda they've carved them before. We had, in it's fact, I think last jack- year we had one sitting out here. Well, we had we had carved jack-o'-lanterns for our chili supper last year with candles in them and everything. You know, right. pretty cool. That Jordan Peele movie. Uh, the new one I was telling you about. <clears throat> it's called Nope. Nope. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, get out. Sorry, baby. We can't stay. Uh, Dr. Sleep. The Isle of Dr. Moreau. Oh, there you go. Um the the original and the remake was some creepy shit. Yeah. Um American Psycho. Mm. Christian Bale's character is Ooh. Mm-hmm. Um uh, Cape Fear. Oh, that that's definitely more of a suspenseful type mm-hmm. movie. Yeah. Um oh, here we go. Last house on the left. Yes, yes, yes. Um, let me see here. We've apparently spent too much time watching movies. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Uh, okay. Now we talked about, um, you know, the black and white movies, Psycho, uh, uh-huh. you know, the birds and everything. Uh, we've mentioned Night of the Living Dead. Mm-hmm. Uh, originally shot in black and white. Mm-hmm which made it that much more creepier. Mm-hmm. But then when it was remade, they used the same script, the same locations, the same costumes. Everything was the same, but it was shot in color. Mm. And yeah, that, ooh. Um, which yeah. one of the Living Dead movies was it where the guy's girl girlfriend got turned? But he was loved her, and he was trying to, and she had to inflict pain on herself to keep her to, to keep from eating people. Mm. Return of the Living Dead, or so it was. No. It was that eighties. Yeah. Um. Oh, TV series, I Zombie. Mm. Yeah, I mean that was. She was a zombie ish. Uh, paranormal Activity, of course. Was, yeah. Uh, there's a lot of foreign films that show up on this. A Quiet Place. Not the the, uh, the Purge. The Purge. The Purge. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that one was actually pretty good. Chang Changeling. Function with the Scream Queen in the lead. In the case of da, 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 George C. Scott. I was gonna say that was George C. Scott. Yeah. yeah. 
John Russell, a composer who leaves New York City and moves into a haunted mansion in Seattle. He helps steer a terrifying entry to the top of the Spectre subgenre. The Ring. um, Under the Shadow. Never saw it. Uh, Poltergeist. The Hitcher. Okay. I think I've seen that. A long time ago. Oh, yeah. Um, the Devil's Backbone. Well, Mario del Toro is a master at immersing viewers in palpable atmosphere and vis- viscal horror, and that's exactly what he does with this Spanish Civil War set psychodrama about an orphan and a specter named Santi. Hmm. Okay, whatever. The Descent, yep. Uh, Insidious. Oh, yeah. I haven't seen that yet, but I've seen the trailer yeah. for it. It's, it's kind of freaky. Um, <coughs> the Saw series, of course. Um, Hostile. Mm-hmm. Um one of the most r- movies that is just wrong on so many levels. Human Centipede. I haven't seen that. Save yourself. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, it is definitely one of those that's just kind of like, Ugh. Actually, I never got into the Saw movies and stuff, but like, I revert back to the the 80s slasher movies is probably my my wheelhouse of horror movies that I like. There's just so many. No, oh, I know. I seen one once. It was a it was a parody. It was made back in the 80s. It was set at a high school, but you got the version of the killer from his aspect. You know, he had the mask on. And you, you're seeing through these two eye holes. And he's chasing this cheerleader, and he's like, ah, ah, why are these cheerleaders so fast? Ah, 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 oh, damn it, I stepped in gum. Ah, ah, ah. You know? Yeah. And every every time there was a kill, it was like, kill count, number one. Kill count, number yeah. two. <laughs> you know? Uh, a haunted house. That's, uh, that's one of the weigh-ins. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, scary movie, haunted house. Um, yeah. Um, let's see here. I mean, there's so many good movies out there, uh, but then there's so many terrible movies out there. And, um, we could probably sit here for hours upon hours talking about good horror movies. Lake Placid. Oh shit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you get to hear Betty White say fuck. American treasure. Uh, there was a meme going around after uh, Queen Elizabeth died. Mm. And it said, uh, final score, America, 99, United Kingdom, 96. Mm. And it had a picture of Betty White and a picture of the queen. The queen, yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, they're, they're, they're a way of life. The, the horror movies, oh, yeah. uh, the the Halloween season, uh, you know, dating back to the pagans, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you've got the crow. Right. May I mean it, it's kind of a horror movie, but it it's well, he's a specter. He comes back, right? You know, well, and it it revolves around the Halloween mm-hmm. or Devil's Night, right? Um, yeah, and it's just it's it's a great movie, the original, the first right. one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where Brandon Lee got killed. Yes, yes. Um, I mean. Anything you know, the, the Mexican Day of the Dead celebrations and yep. you know it you know and a lot of people think oh that's what's wrong with society all oh, these horror movies and heavy metal music and all this shit's causing these kids to go out and do this stuff it's like no it's a release yeah if if if, if you go out and start stabbing people because you see um, Halloween you got something wrong with you anyway well. Okay, at the same time, Halloween, the original, takes place in 1978. Mm -hmm. Not a lot of gun carriers at that time. Mm -hmm. Today's society, you know, you get out of Los Angeles, you get out of New York City. Mm -hmm. uh, Somebody starts wheeling a knife, somebody's pulling a gun. Yep. Yep. You brought a knife to a gunfight. Yeah. (laughs) You better hope you are fucking supernatural because exactly. <laughs> I got uh, I got fifteen rounds and then another fifteen rounds that. Uh, but then again, I mean, it, if I if I plant two in you mm-hmm. and you're still moving, you're done anyway. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna okay, fuck it. Uh, but you know. Um, It's it's a fun holiday. Uh, going back, remembering as a kid, you know, uh, dressing up. Oh yeah. Yep. And there was always. I mean, you grew up out in the country, James. Mm-hmm. You know, I grew up uh, in a town, but there there was that that neighborhood that you always wanted to go to because right they had full size candy bars. Right. Oh, I, I remember when Chris lived in Buffalo. Yep. And him and I would dress up. And scare kids. Ah, yes. You know, there's one year um, I was going to do like the, the dead skull looking face or whatever, and I messed up. I had black and white on, and I started, it's like, shit. So I started smearing it. It's like, ooh, it kind of turned a weird shade of green. Yeah. So I went ahead and done my whole face like that. Then I went back and highlighted the cheekbones and everything and had long hair at the time. And I, I bent over and I brushed my hair all down. And then I sprayed it with hairspray. And then I flipped it back up, and it was just all foof, everywhere. Yeah. And I had a pair of coveralls like Michael Myers would have. I had them on. And remember Chris's car, the turd? Yep. It was parked out in the driveway. So I got, and I slid about halfway underneath it. And I took a tube, pretty much a whole tube of vampire blood, put it in my mouth, and I'm laying on my back, and I just went <laughs> and sprayed it out. Where it all came up and came back down, hit me in the face, and out on the driveway and everything. And then Chris was in a cloak and stuff, and he was sitting up by the door. Yeah. And this was way before I knew Ann, but she brought Amanda Marshall over to go trick-or-treating. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm laying there, just, you know, I look like a prop. And these kids are coming up going, is it real? Is it real? I don't know. 
and they went up and got their candy. And as they're coming back, I, I raised up and went, help me. And they're like, ah. and two of those kids was Amanda and Marshall. <laughs> Cause we were talking about it later on after and I got together, she goes, you scared the shit out of my kids one year. And I'm like, what? She says, yeah, we came over to Chris's house. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Nice. <laughs> um, yeah, I was telling you about the the time I dressed up as Captain Spaulding. Mm-hmm. Um, then there was... <sighs> we did the 80s rocker thing when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, the big teased wigs and, mm-hmm. and the makeup. Had my stepmom do my makeup. Um, I mean, it, it was, it was the, uh, the Motley Crue poison. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it a dude? Is it a chick? Mm-hmm. That's a pretty deep voice for a chick. Um, but so you did that. So Sherry, is Lori, is Lori Strode your, your go-to or do you dress up as anything else? Um, y- years before I would just dress up with whatever and take the kids out. Now that the kids are older and stuff, Jaden is Michael Myers, Jay is Loomis, and I'm Laurie Strode. Mm-hmm. Oh, and the, the neighbors love it. The, all the kids, you know, come and walk up to Jaden, and then they run, and he walks after them. And, <laughs> you know, we've had a lot of people stop and look at our decorations. And, nice. Yeah. You know. So that's a good time. Oh, yeah. I always wondered about that in horror movies, how the killer is just walking. The girls yeah. are running their ass off. And he, still catches, and he still catches them. Yep. <laughs> so. It just kind of goes with our decoration theme, too. You know, because nice. I thought about doing other things. And I'm like, well, if I do something, you know, cutesy and stuff, I mean, it doesn't go with all the. No. Yeah, you know, the scary stuff out front. So, I think the best, like um, Johnny Dare used mm. to do, like Halloween is a big thing. And mm. pre-pandemic, he would have, I mean, his whole yard done up. Like uh, one of the production companies <coughs> there in Kansas City that do concerts like the lighting and the flamethrowers and, you know, the pyro, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They would do that in his yard. Nice. They did a robot and they had all the different screens around. And I mean, it was animatronic. Mm-hmm. One year they had a dragon that actually spit a 20 foot flame. Cool. Um, you know, I mean, he, he always went above and beyond and mm-hmm. they would have like, the people in the neighborhood loved it because it brought all the kids, you know, it, the really, the spirit and kids always came to the house because Johnny Dare, he believed in giving full size candy bars, mm-hmm. going to Costco and getting the boxes of full size candy bars and mm-hmm. shit. And he's like, fucking just, just spend the money. The, right. Don't be cheap, you know? And it, you know who Jim Rome is, don't you? Yeah. You know, sports talk guy. Yeah. Everything. He claims he gives out Hall's, Hall's uh, cough drops for Halloween. He's not a big Halloween. So if people come to my house, I give them Hall's cough drops. So they, they get a good surprise when they go home and start eating their candy. Then why have your porch light on? Yeah, he's an ass. I mean, obviously. <laughs> um, I, re- I remember 
growing up in Illinois and you couldn't, you couldn't start trick or treating until the streetlights came on. Mm. And me and a buddy of mine, we would be walking around and we're in our costumes and we've got our bags and we're just walking up and down the streets waiting for that first porch light and never fails. You could always tell who was going to get TP'd, who was going to get their car soaked or, you know, whatever. Because as soon as that street light came on, their porch lights went off. And it's like, oh, oh. you motherfucker. <laughs> or you'd catch those one people that didn't get their porch light off and they didn't have any candy. So they're like reaching in their pocket. Oh, here's a quarter for you. And <laughs> here's a nickel for you. And it's like, damn, I'm making money. Sherry, did you ever watch Modern Family? Yes. Remember when they do their Halloween specials and... Yep. The one couple they they would go all out, yeah, and got in no, trouble with the zoning commission because they scared too many people. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. We always had a neighbor. He always gave out dimes, and I thought that was the coolest thing. Just being a kiddo and go get out of his house and get a dime. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, that'd buy that'd buy that'd buy quite a bit of candy back then. Yeah. Now the daylight savings time is ruined. It you know. Mm-hmm. We used to go up out in the dark, and they don't do that anymore. All right. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's you know I know they do it for safety, but still. I hope it's still. The the whole trunk or treat thing has just gone fucking crazy stupid, because they they want to do it. Fuck yeah. Raiders beat the Texans, by the way. Oh, did they? I, I know I shouldn't be talking about stuff that's going on today, <laughs> but. Uh, Hey, I'm, I'm happy. Hey, it's coming it. out Wednesday, so yeah. it'll be all right. No, no, no. Uh, this is the After Dark. This will be oh, right. on Halloween. This will be on Halloween, yes. Yes. Um, but it's... Fuck, I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Score pops up on my phone. I'm like, oh, sweet. Um, uh, fuck, what was I talking about? Oh! Uh, the whole trunk of tree. Yeah. It's, it's bullshit. Because we, we ended up doing it when I was in the Army. Uh, units would get together. Um, because where I was at, you know, we straddled the state line. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, there, there's a shit ton of neighborhoods and everything. And different units would have, like, a, a, a lean-to or an awning set up, and they would decorate and everything. And, okay, that's cool. Mm-hmm. But... It's 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 not the same as ding dong, right? Check a street, you know, and and the act of walking house mm-hmm. to house, right? See, out here when I was a kid, we had to drive house to house, of course. Well, yeah, but there was still enough neighbors, and everybody knew everybody back then. I yeah. mean, and of course, hoods and blacks were the majority of the neighborhood people around here and they were related too, but we never failed to come home without a full tub of candy. Yeah. You know, and our neighbor down here, uh, Lota hood, she'd always do the caramel apples and the, mm-hmm. and the popcorn balls. And, oh, you know, it was, Hey, you went out and you filled up that pillowcase, came home, you went back. Yeah. Yeah. We, we did that several times. Uh, me and friends of mine, we would, all go out, we'd come back, empty our sacks, yep. we would change costumes. Yes. 
go back out, hit the same houses. Yep. <laughs> come back, change costumes again. <laughs> and then, yeah, I mean, uh, but it was, okay, um, Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. Mm-hmm. Okay, the the mask with the, 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 the witchcraft, blah, blah, blah. Yep. Then there was the whole scare of razor blades in your mm-hmm. apples. So you'd always... Needles. Yeah, always go yeah. out. And what was cool is uh, the hospital up there, they would do free x-rays. Right. Yeah, so I was just going to say that. After that movie came out, that's when they started doing that shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was cool, so... And there was a time or two they'd found a razor blade or something in the candy. Mm-hmm. Um, that was come to find out that was planted for certain people. It wasn't like a random act. Yeah, right. That yeah. all was. They all made, it made a big deal out of it all, but it was like isolated events that were, you know, targeted towards certain people. I don't remember the whole thing, but yeah, it wasn't like you know you you got your stuff at the store and it had something in it already. Right. Or right. Some guy was just putting them in every piece of candy he had. Right. It, it never turned out to be that way. It was a targeted attack on somebody. I don't, I don't remember the details of that, but that's what it really was. And Right. Now, okay, imagine this. You're a kid. You're trick-or-treating door-to-door. You ring the door of this house, and this guy comes to the door dressed as a clown and gives you candy. Fast forward two months, said guy gets arrested for murder. Mm-hmm. You went trick or treating at John Wayne Gacy's house, right? Or you went trick or treating at Jeffrey Dahmer's house, right? You know <laughs> how fucking creepy would that be? Yeah. I mean that 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 right there that'd be the ultimate Halloween story that mm-hmm. nobody could fucking top, right? Yeah, motherfucker. Cause, cause I got candy from John Wayne Gacy, bitch. <laughs> of course, too, you think about it, because in every one of those cases, when they interviewed the neighbors, it's like, well, he was just a calm, quiet guy. He yeah. never gave us no problem. And you know. I, I watched the um, the Gacy documentary on Netflix, mm-hmm. and it, it had tape. Mm-hmm. Like, actual, I mean, a lot of it was dramatized, but they had real photos, uh real interviews with people that knew John Wayne Gacy and they had tapes from his lawyer. Mm-hmm. The dude was fucking whacked. But again, just to say, he was a pillar of society. Mm-hmm. He was a member of the local democratic party and uh, he did this. He did that. Yada, yada. He had his own business. He, mm-hmm. he helped wayward boys with construction. And it's like, Fuck. Mm-hmm. The lot that his house stood on in Chicago still does not have anything on it. Really? Yep. And it's, you know, the old story. You don't know somebody. Yeah. Till you know somebody. Right. <laughs> it's like, and people wonder why it's like, well, I can't believe that this actor done this or whatever, you know. Yeah. You don't know these people. Right. When people get upset when an actor dies. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, it sucks. You know, I, it, I feel terrible for their family or, you know, whatever. Uh, but when I found out that uh, Bruce Willis 
is retiring. Yeah. It hurt my heart because he's yeah. made so many good movies. But then yeah. when I found out why he's retiring, it really hurt my heart. Yeah. yeah. You know, just because I'm going to miss the movies. Right. You know, as a person, I don't know him. Right. Well, I like his movies. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, but it, people get tore up over, oh, man, oh, you know, rest in peace, and oh, it's just not going to be the same, and blah, 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 over somebody that you've never met. Mm-hmm. Um, on, on one side, on one hand, hey, you know, appreciate the condolences, <sighs> but on the other, don't put yourself in a situation if you know nothing about it. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, that's because they they know the character that those people play, mm-hmm. and and that's what they really like. You know, it's like Jennifer yeah. Aniston. Right. You know, every, she to everybody she's Rachel Green. We don't we don't actually know what Jennifer Aniston is really like in in her own personal life. Yeah, right. Yeah. We, we don't know her on that level, so we have all we know her as is Rachel Green. Right. And so I, we I, think I'm great my, or whatever. And that's what we connect with, and that's that's the connection that everybody has with all these people. They think they know them because they think they know their characters, right? That they play, but they don't actually know them. Actually, my my favorite Jennifer Aniston character is in Horrible Bosses. <laughs> Have you seen that? Uh, it's yeah, we've seen that. Haven't I think we? so. Yeah. And there are Horrible Bosses too, or something. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But the original one where she's the dentist. <laughs> No, 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 no. Stuff no. come out of her mouth. I'm going, uh, d- d- like you say, that's Rachel Green saying that? <laughs> right. right. L- l- let me throw this out there with Jennifer Aniston. Meet the Millers. Oh, yes. I love that movie, too. <laughs> yes. Okay. Uh, back to what you were saying, Jay. Uh, Robin Williams. Right. Yeah. Um, right. I wanted to be in radio because of Good Morning Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I... I missed the chance to meet Robin Williams in Afghanistan. Uh, we had some shit going on, but come to find out, you know, with him committing suicide, um, it, it's terrible. It, it is. But you go back and you look at some of, some of the stuff that he has said over the years. Mm-hmm. The person that makes sure that everybody is laughing and having a good time is always the person that's the most sad. Mm-hmm. And it, it is sad um, that somebody would choose to do that with mm-hmm. how much joy he brought the world mm-hmm. when he portrayed Patch Adams. Mm-hmm. And then he took it upon himself to go to the hospitals and, and meet the children mm-hmm. and do just that. I mean, he was the genie. Right. Mrs. Doubtfire. Ah, uh, totally off the horror subject here. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, uh, special effects. Yeah. Because Robin actually was able to leave the set of Mrs. Doubtfire and walk off the set and in San Francisco, and nobody really noticed. Right. And it wasn't. Oh, you're a talking t- San Francisco. There's some. <laughs> right, but Robin Williams is a. Right. Oh yeah. He's gonna get recognized anywhere. Yeah. Goes. Um. But yeah, I mean, it, okay, the the bus scene in the movie, mm-hmm. where the stockings start coming down, and you see you see the hairy legs, right. and the bus driver's like, "Hey, oh, I'm okay with that," and then he drops his voice. Mm-hmm. He drops this mm-hmm. doubtfire, 
Hey, man. Whoa, hey. Hey, hey, whoa, whoa. hey, hey. Hey, 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 oh. <laughs> uh, ghost ship. Ooh. Oh, there was one that freaked me out. I totally haven't thought about this for probably 30 years. I think it was a TV movie. It was the the Bermuda Triangle. <gasps> oh, yeah, yeah. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. And at the end of it, you're going, what? You know, this yeah. girl, this girl they saved, you know. Right. It was, yeah. Well, you know, on that note, I think we have, and I'm. it'll never fail. The moment we stop, we'll we're going to think of a thousand more fucking horror movies. Sure, if you want to stay online, I'll go get your aunt here in a little bit after we sign off. Whatever you want to do. If Because it, 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 I know she don't want to be recorded, but after yeah. we sign off, I'll go get her, and you, you guys can visit for a little bit if Fine. you got time. Yeah. Okay. Um, you have just listened to another episode of Stu Him Productions Presents. J&M, Solve the World. After, after dark. dark. Rest in peace. Had to change it up a little bit. I've been yeah. James. <laughs> and I've been Matt. And keep one fist in the gold, one foot in the gutter. Till next time. Peace out, everybody.